0: Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is the uh, Clark County Board of Equalization meeting for February 13, 2023. The, this meeting has been properly noticed in post per the county clerk. At this time, um, can we do roll call, please?
1: Scott Dugan. Here. Here. Patrick Egger. Here.
0: Kristen Lowe. Here. Kelly Wade. Here. Okay, great. Thank you very much. At this time, I make a motion to adopt the agenda. Please cast your vote. So moved. Thank you. (coughs) And let's see. Now, how do I get to that? Votings in progress. OK, great. Motion carries. Thank you. Uh, before we get started, uh, we do allow any public comment, if anyone wants to come down. Okay. If anybody wants to come down and say anything before we get started. Seeing none, we'll get started. At this time, if everybody that's going to testify can face the clerk and be sworn in, please, including the assessor's office. Alt, what did you say? Alt, tap.
2: Alt,
3: Do tap. you solemnly
2: swear okay. to that the testimony you are about to give during the course of this hearing is the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so help you God.
0: Thank you very much um at this time we'll get a statement from the uh, our district attorney down to my left your right good morning
4: good morning the county board of equalization may determine the value of any property the county assessor assesses and may change and correct any valuation found to be incorrect to make it conform (coughs) to the taxable value of the property any taxpayer who claims overvaluation of its real or secured personal property By reason of undervaluation or non-assessment of another taxpayer's property within any county of the state may appeal to the county board of equalization in the county where the property is located concerning the assessed value and present evidence if the county board of equalization finds merit in the complaint it shall increase the value of the property complained of to conform to its taxable value A taxpayer who believes that his or her property was assessed at a higher value than another property identical in use and comparable in location may appeal the assessment to the county board of equalization. If the board finds that an inequity exists in the assessment of the value of the land or improvements or both, the board may add to or deduct from the value of the appellant's land or improvements or both, or to the property to which it is compared to equalize the assessment a taxpayer who believes that the full cash value of his or her property is less than its taxable value computed for the current assessment year may appeal to the county board of equalization if the board agrees it may correct the land value or fix a percentage of obsolescence to be deducted from the taxable value of improvements or both to equalize the taxable and full cash value a public officer cannot act on a matter that would be reasonably be affected by the public officers commitment in a private capacity without disclosing information in public to the chair and other members of this body. In addition, a public officer shall not vote upon or advocate the passage or failure of a matter with respect to which the independence of judgment of a reasonable person in the public officer's situation would be materially affected by the officer's acceptance of a gift or loan, the officer's significant pecuniary interest, or the officer's commitment in a private capacity to the interests of another person.
0: thank you okay so at this time I'd like to have each board member introduce themselves please starting with Kristen
5: my name is Kristen Lowe I have been appraising for about 16 years I have two designations from the appraisal Institute and I've been in Vegas about eight years now prior to that I appraised in Utah
6: thank you Patrick Good morning. My name is Patrick Ager. I'm a certified general appraiser for the state of Nevada. I've been appraising in Las Vegas since
7: 1975. Kelly? Good morning. Kelly Wade. Uh, I've been an appraiser for about 40 years in Las Vegas, Nevada area. I'm a designated member of the Appraisal Institute.
8: Um, Sounds good. (laughs) Tim? Uh, Tim Albert. Um, I'm a certified residential appraiser. I have 43 years experience. The last... 36 here in las vegas
0: okay thank you tim and my name is scott duke i'm a certified general appraiser i'm a member of the appraisal institute and i've been on this board since 1993 so i've probably heard anything and everything you can bring in front of this board in regard to appeals Um, so with that stated let's i make a motion to accept the assessor's recommendations second Please cast your votes motion carries now do we have minutes from the last meeting yet
9: no minutes today those will be heard next year once we get through all the hearings
0: okay great uh, so the procedural rule is I'll call your name and what you do is you come down and put your name and address on for the record and then the assessors office will describe the property to us then we will let you put the case your case on and then we'll go back to the assessor and let them put their case on and we try not to do any bantering back and forth because it makes it very difficult for the clerk to keep accurate records because everything we're saying here is being recorded so Please don't interrupt each other because it just makes it more difficult for us to uh, keep the records accurate. And we will always come back to you after the assessor, and then ask you. The board may ask you questions as well. Okay? Uh, any general administrative business stipulations?
9: Yes, Chairman Dubigan, We have. One more stipulation on page five, case 361 and case six has been uh, 1012, case 1012 has been withdrawn on page six. And then in addition to that, um, we've got a little unusual situation today. Um, case uh, 561 um, has been withdrawn, um, but the petitioner has shown up today um, saying that they do not want to withdraw their case now. They want to have it heard. Um, unfortunately, you know, from the assessor's perspective, once these cases have been formally withdrawn and they've signed that they want to withdraw, we withdraw, and we don't move forward with doing any more work on the case. So. Um, I just want you to know that they're present here today. It is stamped withdrawn on your agenda. They have withdrawn it. We have a withdrawn letter that they have signed or the appeal form, one or the other, that they have signed showing that they have withdrawn it. And we're going to leave that to your discretion whether you want to accept that withdrawal or not.
0: Well, I guess the real question is, did the uh, assessor's office have enough time to do a case or did they, once you hit the withdrawal, we stopped?
9: In many cases, so I don't want to make a decision just based on this case, because in many cases, once we've had the discussion with them and they've understood where we stand on it and they agree and they withdraw the case, that it's done and the appraiser doesn't prepare anything further. Um, But sometimes it's further along in the process, we've had people withdraw the day of the hearing. Um, The timing of this is not as relevant as the idea that they have already withdrawn the case, and so.
0: Okay. Uh, our district attorney down here.
4: This is in your discretion to choose whether or not to accept jurisdiction. It's not clear in the NAC, so you have discretion to choose.
0: Okay, well, we'll just, I mean, do we? should we do that f- first?
9: If you do want to hear it today, um, we will... It, there's two situations. If the appraiser was not prepared to present the materials today, we would have to schedule it for another hearing um, and renotice them. Um, if the appraiser is prepared to do it today and we do have information in the book, we could move forward on this one. Um, I, I want you to be aware of that, that those are the two options that we have.
0: Well, but to me, if the person withdrew the case, it's withdrawn. So I guess we need to make a motion amongst us, whether we want to hear the case or it's withdrawn, and the, the appellate withdrew it, and it's over. The, that's up we to have us. many,
9: many withdrawals that happen, and so that's the concern that we have as the assessor's office. You know, when somebody withdraws it, we take that at face value. They've withdrawn the and, case, and we don't move forward. So. I have
0: to be honest with you, I'm not sure I've had this before.
9: I don't In believe have. In all the years have. I've been
0: on this board,
6: I thought I heard everything, <laughs> but I haven't
0: heard. Well, I, no, when I say I've heard everything, I've heard every story, okay? <laughs> My roof's fallen off, you know, my neighbor blew up my house, or whatever the case may be. Uh, so, members of the board, what's your pleasure on this? Do we want to hear it, or do we not? It's withdrawn. Okay, make a motion.
8: I'll Make a motion that we keep the statuses withdrawn.
0: Okay, please cast your votes. Okay, we'll see if it carries. Um, Motion carries, so we will not hear that case. All right, so let's get started with case number. The highlighted ones are my case numbers, correct?
9: That is correct. We will be beginning on page two with case 55.
0: Okay, case 55. Uh, Dieter Stussy. Fine. Come on down and give me your name and address, and then I'll know how to pronounce it. Okay.
10: Dieters Ducey, 775 Ron Avenue, Logan Dale. You want a zip code? It's not
0: coming up. Okay. Hang on a second. All 10. All 10.
10: I also have case number 54. It's related. No I have two lots ad- adjacent okay, well, to each other.
0: We're going to have to take them probably separately. So let's. Okay. Uh, oh, okay.
10: Well, it's I one know. argument. I filed them as one petition.
0: Well, I, you know, it, it's up to the assessor how they want to put them on. It's not up to you.
10: I understand. Okay,
0: that. so who's handling case 55? Troy. Yes. Okay, tell us. Familiarize us. Or first of all, tell us whether we can do them both together. Or you want to keep them separate? Absolutely.
11: You're One's improved and one is
0: vacant. Microphone on.
11: Uh, Fred Vandover, Clark County <laughs> Assessor's Office. I'm doing uh, case 54. Um, they're one of them, they're actually a, a, a adjacent lots. One's vacant and one is improved with the, with the site, with the house on it. And uh, he's actually appealing the land value on both. But he's not appealing, it's an equity appeal as well, and he's not appealing the improvement valuation. I did do a sales analysis for the valuation of the, of the improvements. Um, for case 54, um, however, if he wants to sit there and just, just do the land, that's fine by me, too. I mean,
0: so in other words, we're talking about he thinks there's an inequity in the land valuation. Absolutely. Okay, go ahead, sir. Put your case on.
10: Okay, I don't know how much of this written stuff that you read, but m- most of my arguments in the uh, written material. I have a adjacent, well, across the street, From my southern lot, which is the vacant lot, is another vacant lot, which is currently assessed on the roll for this coming year at $6,600 per acre. And that is a lower assessed value than my vacant lot. They are both relatively within the same flood zone, very close to the muddy river. And the differences between the two lots are size and the other person's vacant lot to my south is buildable. Mine is not really buildable because I had a pond in the center <coughs> of the lot. And what's left, and the pond divides from the northeast corner to the southwest corner. So it's divided in half through the center, and the two uh, other corners aren't really large enough to build a house on. So that's not buildable. And the other is the size, the vacant lot I'm comparing it to, which is like-kind property and adjacent across a street easement of only 50 feet, it is 10 times the size. Okay. okay. Additionally, the current assessed value of 18900 was lowered from an earlier value of 48000 something but I only paid 15000 for the lot. When did you buy it? Uh, January of last year. Okay. All right, let's... Uh,
0: Chairman Dugan?
9: Yes. Can we just allow the assessor to introduce the property so we can get that on the record, too? Thank you.
0: Oh. I, I'm sorry. Thank I you. had them chat, but they... About to, okay, okay, let's go ahead and introduce it.
2: And to be clear, Mr. Chair and Madam Facilitator, we are actually on item 54. Four Is that correct, or are we on item 55 because item 55 was stated, or are we taking these together just to make sure we're clear on the record? This is item.
0: Well, I, I think to be less confusing, you just take them individually. I mean, the analysis may be the same for both, but we'll, we'll do 55 first, and then we'll do 54. That way I'm not confused.
3: Okay. Thank okay. you, Mr.
2: Chair. Thank so thank 55 you. is up.
0: Yes,
10: ma'am. And that was the order I wanted
12: to present them yeah. in anyway. Okay.
0: Assessor, introduce us.
12: Good morning. <laughs> Troy Camper for the Clark County Assessor's Office. Um, the subject is located, yeah. and this is 455. It's a vacant residential lot. Uh, it abuts uh, Mr. Stussy's uh, home, which is the next one we will look at.
0: Parcel to the east or where?
12: To the uh, to the south. South. Okay. Oh. Uh, subject's located in Moapa Valley at the northeast corner of Lugene Avenue and Tammy Street. It's a typical 2.5 gross acre like they have out there uh, with 1.93 net acres due to road dedications. A portion of the subject is located in a 0.2% annual chance flood hazard area as is the bulk of Moapa Valley. Uh, Water does pool on the subject site, according to Mr. Stussy, and I believe him, and earthwork would be required for development. The subject sold as an arm's length transaction in January of 2022 for $15,000, and the assessor's office has stipulated to and recommends a reduction to that recent sales price.
0: Okay. Anything else?
12: Well, in my written material,
10: I argued that my 15000 dollar amount that i paid may not be all fair market value of the land i bought it from a party that knew i was bought, i was going to be owning the residence to the lot to the north and i was only interested in the property as it was adjacent no no i
0: get it so you might have paid above market
10: R- right so i looking also at the lot south of my southern lot where they're paying only 6600 an acre that's where I came up with my 12,000. That would put roughly 80% of what I paid as fair market value and the other 20% as a premium for buying an adjacent lot.
0: Okay, Members H- of How the board. big is
8: that other lot that you're talking about that's at 6,000? Uh, well, oh, that's 19.25
10: acres. So it's 10 times the size. Well,
9: Chairman Dugan, um, yes. if we could just, I know the assessor introduced the property, but we'd like to have them put on their case too, uh, please. I'll Thank you.
0: Go ahead, assessor. I'm sorry.
12: <laughs> so um, uh, an aerial flood map might, may be referenced on page uh, 129, and this may help as well. It, it, in the center of that, there's a little red dot that shows Mr. Stussy's parcel, and the portion is in that yellow zone. Um, the... His comparable is the area south of that in the block where there is probably five developable acres but the bulk of it is in a much more intense flood zone and with a large portion being in that regulatory floodway area where you you can do nothing you can't even fence it Um, and so essentially what he's doing is taking somebody bought develop five acres ish developable and he's spreading that over the entire area even though the bulk of it is not usable to get to the lower price per square foot um, there is a uh, land grid on page 118 uh, and the map is on the following page page 119 um, because uh, because out here, some of the parcels, the roads have been developed, and because it's not uncommon out here for like an area on the corner to not be developed, these are usually valued on a, a price per lot basis rather than a price per square foot basis. Uh, I can look at it either way if you'd like. Um, so there are six sales that are presented. Um, all of them are more in more intense flood zones than the subject and uh, all are impacted by a by wash or by pooling or some type of, it's a, some type of a detriment like that. Um, sale two is the, the only one, it's, it's smaller, I put it in there because it's a more timely sale. Uh, it, it's an acre, it's shaped like a triangle and it's inferior to the subject. The remaining ones, sales three through six are similar 2.5 gross acre parcels Again, they're in worse flood zone areas and they are also impacted and they sold for approximately 10,000 more than the subject um, based on that and with most emphasis on the subject recent purchase uh, it's not a key assemblage to his he just wanted it. it it's it's not it's not a necessity that he has it he wasn't held up over a barrel this is the price of willing seller sold it for and that he bought it for So with most emphasis placed on sale one, we recommend uh, the reduction to the recent sales price to $15,000.
0: Members of the board.
7: So the piece that the petitioner is using is a much larger parcel, so by economies of scale, 6,600 6, per acre, wouldn't need really be a fair comparison.
10: Correct. Yeah, however, my comparison is for a lot that's adjacent or okay. adjacent across the street. We, his lot, I, I his comparables are not.
7: Listen,
0: you've got a. We're, we're, we're gonna talk about this without any interference from you. We'll come back to you and at, you can so we'll a chime question. in, but well, we can't have back and forth here.
10: No, I
7: understand, that was my only rebuttal to his okay. position. So, again, to just make it clear that, so the 6,600 is based upon a sale of a much larger parcel, 19-something acres. So it's going to have a different scale than... Correct. ...to and out. Okay. Absolutely. Then the, the other piece is, this is a piece that's uh, the petitioner is saying is not buildable, and that the 15,000 that he paid for it was above market. Is that correct? Correct, because it adjoins his property. So he has a... a so... Wouldn't the petitioner need to bring some kind of evidences to the, the not buildable part of it, what's to reduce the value? There, there are the
5: pictures of that show like where the flood zone there is are on sh- them. Right.
7: Pictures showing it, right. Kelly. I saw that. Yeah. yeah. So then, is the f- so the question is, is the fifteen thousand the fair price for an unbuildable lot? Is that correct? Is that the question?
1: That's the
8: question. Okay. That's and, the question. Uh, Troy, would you think that the um, your comps three through six that were all purchased after his, or his was in 22?
12: Yes, January Okay, so made,
8: some of them were before. Only three was after, and they're selling between 20 and 27. Are they similar uh needing the similar kind of groundwork to make them buildable lots
12: they don't need as much groundwork um, the the difference with these ones is because they are in the more intense zone they they would require flood insurance where mr. Stussy's does not okay. um,
0: right but these are all selling for significantly above the fifteen thousand because correct. they're more usable site area and don't need the site preparation in order to de- be developed which is taking into consideration the price that he paid at fifteen thousand I'm like Kind of correct with that? that is
12: correct, and that's why they are all 10000 so, to $12,000 or more. And, and if I could direct you to page 120, uh, you can see that the parcel to the immediate west of his. Uh, this is not uncommon out here to build up a corner and, and then put homes. It's very common, and it, it, this is developable, and the one to the west where they have their house is, is very similar with the same triangular area in floodway.
0: With the flood running to the side of it? Yes. Just like ours just, would just run like to this?
12: Just like this one is where a portion of it is built up already.
0: Right. Okay, members of the board, what's your pleasure? Does it exceed market value? And, and the prob- the problem with the comparing a 10-acre to... <coughs> one point nine three acre. That's just different animals. Scale. Economy of scale. Yeah.
6: Sale number one, though, is almost an identical property. It has the wash going right through it. it sold for fifteen thousand dollars.
12: That is his parcel. That's the oh, that is the parcel. Yes, sir. Okay. Number two. I'm sorry, I didn't say that.
8: Is smaller. It's smaller. It's smaller. Sold for
0: acre. So really, the, the best comps are three, four, five and six, even though some of them are dated. They're more similar in size, and they sold for yeah, 10,000 or more yeah. than this parcel did, which takes into consideration the uh, wash running through the property and the lack of being able to develop the property fully. Um, therefore I make a recommendation that we accept the assessor's recommendation it does not exceed full cash value. Please cast your votes. That's case fifty-five. Motion carries. Sorry. Now,
10: by the way, you can appeal this to the state board. I understand that. Okay.
0: So, name and address for the record for case fifty-four, sir.
10: Dieter Stucy, seven seven five Logan Dale, uh,
11: Ron Avenue, Logandale, Nevada.
0: Thank you, Fred.
11: Uh, Fred Bandover, Clark County Assessor's Office. Good morning, everybody. Um, case fifty-four, beginning on page sixty-nine of the master book. Uh, the subject property is a custom one-story home located at 775 ron avenue near the vicinity of mawapa valley boulevard and yamashita street in logandale nevada Uh, the appellant indicates in the appeal form that this is an equity appeal of the land value it's not appealing the improvement uh, valuation. so i did do both well we actually uh, troy did one and i did the other uh, anyways, the assessor recommendation is no change from the current land value of 63000 or the total current valuation of
0: $762,212. Hey, go ahead, sir.
11: Well, my,
10: uh, the, uh, as, I, as noted, I'm only appealing the land value on this. And my sole argument on this is I have a, another lot here, which is now a lot less. The ratio is roughly 4.5 to 1 in valuation currently. I'm and kind of i'm aware that. that all four of my neighbors who have houses on improved lots of houses on them are assessed at 63,000 versus yours at 68. No, mine's 63 as well. Oh, it's 60. I'm aware of that, but now i have this my other lot here which is assessed for a lot less which is physically adjacent.
0: Right. Okay.
11: And that's my sole argument.
0: Okay. Fred, put on the case. What page is it on, by
11: the way? Uh, actually, the, uh, the sales analysis starts on page 85 of the master book, and the land analysis is actually on 92. Um, I'm not sure which one. 92. Should we just do the land? land? Yeah, the land. Uh, okay. Do so you want to do the land? Please.
12: Sure. Troy Kemp for Clark County Assessor's Office. Uh, uh, land grid may be referenced on page 92. Uh, with the data sheets beginning on the following page and a map on page 99 Uh, again the subjects a typical 2.5 gross acre parcel contains 2.14 net acres because of road dedications Uh, six comparables are presented there were limited true sales out there so I did use some sales that were a little bit older Um, all of the sales were listed in MLS and they support the taxable value of the subject sale one I included because it's a timely sale and it just shows what people are paying even for an acre parcel, but sales two through six are tremendously similar to the subject. They're the 2.5 square acre parcels. Um, sale uh, three and through six are, uh, the, or four through six are the older ones. They would likely warrant an upward adjustment. Um, sales two and five are both located one block north of the subject uh, and very similar to the subject. Uh, sale three. So,
0: so we really have two markets out here, markets that have parcels that run through, that washes one through, absolutely and other correct. ones that are fully developable with less infrastructure cost and site development. That
12: is absolutely correct. And if you look at the area, you'll see, there's very little site coverage on these parcels. And And the way it's explained to me from the brokers is that People typically just look at the lot and say, well, this fit my double-wide or whatever we're putting out here, and then they just sort of angle around it. But there are two markets, and, and the Muddy River runs through the center of the valley, so that worth is generally lower, and, and the others...
0: And the pieces on the outside are, are higher? are higher. Are easier to develop, and we probably don't have to have flood insurance and everything. And
12: else. you get to use the entire site, correct?
0: Right, okay.
12: So, uh, sale three, it's... it's located about a quarter mile southeast of the subject, very similar, and sales uh, four and six are located about three quarter mile west of the subject. They're a little bit more remote, but, but they're all interchangeable. They're all very similar, uh, and even the older ones, unadjusted for time, support uh, our taxable value of 63,000, and we recommend uh, no change from that.
10: Okay. Do you want to add anything else? My rebuttal is uh, maybe similar in value and type, but not adjacent.
0: Well... Well,
10: my comparable being my other lot is adjacent.
0: Well, it's adjacent, but it's got issues with the wash running
10: through it. I agree with that, but I the disparity between the value with the two lots is what I'm getting at. Well, but
0: there's really no disparity if you look at 55 and 54. 55 has parcels that have issues,
10: Yeah. whereas 54
0: has parcels with no issues.
10: Yes. But I'm looking at the per acre land value. Um, And like I said, it's a ratio of about 4.5 to 1, and that's a big difference. I mean, if you travel... 100 feet, and you're now on land that's worth four and a half times the other lot.
6: So, so what you're saying, then the other case, then the land at 15000 low
10: is low? No. I'm saying that when I bought the property with my residence, too no, much you're, of you're it's attributable to the land, resident. and more of it should have been attributable. Well, my purchase price, more of it was attributable to the improvements what the assessor's ratio is.
0: I I, I basically, looking at these sales, these are more similar to your parcel, even though it's improved. Yours is improved. These may be improved or not improved. Not improved. Uh, So if anything, uh, the 63 is probably reasonable in comparison to the parcels around you that are improved. So I'm not sure I see anything.
8: And then he had mentioned equity-wise that all the other parcels are the same around him
12: at Absolutely, they are the same. Okay.
0: Except his adjacent that's in a flood, which is probably maybe a third usable or a half at the most, and you'd have to put some, some kind of channel through that so you can protect your improvements at some point in time. Correct. Uh, which makes that parcel worth significantly less than a buildable site of which you have four or five comps. But
6: it's, are you well,?
0: What
6: he's about.
0: It, it, no, he's talking about the ratio of the improved of the dirt versus the other dirt. One's in a flood channel, basically and got a wash running through it and the other one doesn't. So we have one at 63,000 and one at 15,000. So in the sales from case 55 all had some issues with those parcels and therefore they sold for lower. And our, this one even the subject even sold lower than those. so that's telling me, that the subject has more potential issues than the ones that sold for 20 to 25 or 20 to 27. Does that make sense?
7: On the previous case. thank you, yeah, pardon? On the previous case. On yes. the previous case, yeah. yeah.
0: And, but the land sales on this case are more comparable to his, and we have everybody at 63. I don't know. I, somebody make a motion.
8: I'll make a motion that the assessor's uh, value is uh, at fair market value
0: and does not exceed uh, fair market value based on the information provided by the assessor's office. Please cast your vote. You do have the right to appeal this to the State Board. Mm -hmm. I wish you the best of luck. Thank you for your courtesy. Let's see what happens here.
10: Before I depart, on 55, what was the value you found in dollars? Uh,
0: 63,000.
10: No, on 54, it's 63,000. On 55, my empty lot.
12: 15,000 15, Thank
0: you you bet thanks be safe case number 473 Marcus Jensen <coughs>
13: Na- Name and address for the record please name is Marcus Jensen 5409 North Moapa Valley Boulevard. Okay, great.
0: Fred? Fred, can you tell us the page number this is on to?
11: Absolutely. It's 987 of the master book.
0: 97, thank
11: you. Uh, Case 472. Uh, The subject property is a custom two-story home located at 5409 North Moapa Valley Boulevard.
0: Chairman Dugan?
9: Yes. He said case 472. We're on case
11: 473. Oh, we're on 473. Excuse me. Yeah, we're on 473. I apologize. I don't have the, uh, the agenda in front of you.
9: Chairman, that begins on page 1004.
11: 1004, I apologize. Okay. All right, the subject property is a custom one-story home located at 5399 North Moapa Boulevard. Near the vicinity of North Moapa Valley Boulevard and Waterline Road in uh, Logandale, Nevada, uh, assessor recommendation is no
13: change from the current value of two hundred twenty-six thousand four hundred sixteen.
0: Okay, go ahead, sir.
13: Thank you for your time this morning, and I appreciate your service in hearing my appeal. After forty-plus years as a property taxpayer in Clark County, I've learned that the tax assessment process is complicated, and in spite of the formal processes and regulations that apply it still can be very subjective. I wish to compliment Mr. Frederick Vandover, property appraiser in the assessor's office for his patient explanations to me of the appraisal process as prescribed under Nevada Revised Statutes. The basis of my appeal today is very simple. Market values go up and down, sometimes very dramatically over short periods of time. And as illustrated in the graph from the Federal Reserve economic data which was attached to my appeal documents as attachment B, There was a dramatic increase in values just before the Great Recession of 2008 when market values crashed back to 2003 levels. From 2012 to 2020, market values gradually recovered, but then over the two-year period from 2020 to 2022, market values soared. Based on the experience of of the boom in values in 2004 and 2005, this recent boom should, in my opinion, have been viewed with suspicion in fact, during 2022, some economists warned of an appro- approaching downturn in the market, that this rapid increase was not sustainable. I'm sure you're all familiar with this.
0: Mr. Jensen, we're all real estate appraisers yes, and been and working. In, there's 200 years of residential appraisal service in this county up here. No doubt. I appreciate it's a your lot. expertise. So we,
13: we get it. I'm just making the case for the record. Thank Go you. Go ahead. So in spite of these warnings, the county assessor's office applied taxable value increases for the 2023-2024 tax year that for my property were twice the increase for the prior year. Now an abundance of evidence reveals that market values have stagnated if they are not in fact declining again. In addition to the references in my appeal, I have with me two more recent articles, a very recent date and there's copies for the board if you'd like to have them. Thank you Uh, that uh, continue to substantiate this change in market conditions so in view of this evidence I ask that the board recommend that the valuation of the two properties addressed in my appeal be held at the same level as in the prior tax year this action of holding the taxable value at last year's levels will allow time for assessing during this period of apparent transition how market values will perform in the coming year Thank you.
0: Okay, so what do you think this, this property is worth? The previous tax year?
13: Well, that's a very subjective question, and, and well, none every, of us are experts. Well, everything is
0: subjective, but this is your chance to tell this board what you think it's worth.
13: I'm asking that the value be held at the prior year's value.
0: All right, let's see what Fred has to say. Thank you.
11: All righty, the, uh, the sales analysis uh, starts on page 1012 uh, of the master book. Uh, the subject... One-story home was uh, constructed in 1998, is approximately 2,200 square feet, has three bedrooms and two-and-a-half baths. Um, the search for recent comparable sales was performed within the, the Logandale-Overton uh, area. Uh, the results of this search yielded a number of sales. However, uh, due to the rural location of the subject, uh, sales which exceed one mile uh, was necessary. Um, all sales in the analysis are similar to the subject and are considered good alternatives to the typical home buyer on the market. <coughs> Um, all adjustments are either extracted from the market data or represent what informed buyers are willing to pay for these items or when an ideal matched pairs are not available, therefore market extraction is not possible. Adjustments are derived from the cost of the item new, less uh, all forms of depreciation. Um, the appraiser is aware that the most recent sales in the subject area are best indicators of value. Uh, comparable sales sold within 180 days of the effective date of this assessment were not available. This appraiser... Use the most recent and most similar sales, uh, comparable sales at the time of the effective date of the assessment. Um, once again, um, no change from two twenty six four sixteen. As you can see, the five sales that I utilized are pretty similar and <laughs> quite a bit higher, actually. Unfortunately.
0: Okay, so.
11: What was the assessed value last, last
0: year? Last year,
11: yeah. Last year's assessed total value was two hundred eight thousand five fifty seven.
0: Well, that's the assessed value. So, no, that's Asset,
11: the. Assessed taxable. So, that's the taxable. The assessed value was 72995 I mean, meaning 35% of, of taxable market. And that
14: can be found on page 1004. And again, we use the uh, Jamie Jacobs for Clark County Assessor's Office. We use Marshall and Swift's cost manual. So, cost, you know. The land value looks like it stayed the same, but the increase would be in, in cost.
0: Increase in cost, well, wouldn't it be a, a, a decrease in cost as depreciation is, what, 1.5% per year?
14: Right. Sometimes, it, typically, uh, you know, like costs, I think we were looking at are like 15% or so over this last year. And then the 1.5 obviously didn't wipe that out.
0: Okay. And, and he bought this in two thousand seven or eight at a half a million dollars, correct? Fred?
11: Uh, Yes, that's correct. Keep your
0: microphone on, I wanna be able to talk to you. (laughs) Okay, gotcha.
11: Please. Yes, it was purchased. It's uh, easier
0: uh, if you just leave it on and we can (laughs) pay it back
11: August of 2007, yes, for 500,000.
0: Okay, and all of your five sales are within several miles?
11: Absolutely. Uh,
5: Okay. In this area, that's very common to be further away.
6: The subject property is on ten acres, correct?
11: Uh, yes, it is. I did not adjust for that because it's it's excessive. I mean, for that type of an area, it's a large piece of land. But you're so not I guess, sure how well So, it so you're it.
6: you're telling me basically, I mean, your sales, most of your sales are half an acre, and you're yeah. telling me there's no difference between a half acre and ten acres? Uh,
11: I didn't adjust for it. One of them was three acres.
6: No, no that's not the question I asked. Oh. You're telling me there's no difference. No, there's a, there's a difference for
11: sure, but I did not
7: adjust But why that. didn't
6: you adjust? That's my question.
11: I
7: found that the land,
11: I found the land itself, because it's, it's excess land, I really couldn't find an actual comparable sale that would actually kind of show me how much, because it, of its location, it's, it's far off, <laughs> off the path.
0: So if we use this scenario out in the last case, land's got to be worth 20000 an acre, Right
11: this land probably not that much all
0: right let's say ten thousand an acre at ten thousand okay so that's a hundred thousand less and we're on a half acre so let's say the excess land's got to be worth seventy-five thousand.
11: It, it could okay. be absolutely
0: is the house built right in the middle of the 10 acres or is it moved to the left it's, or to the right or
11: to the front actually it's to the, the front the, the north so front. we could
0: sell off some of the back land
11: he could it would be difficult i, I think to develop because of the water issues that are out there. Um, Why, well, I
0: can't put a well in? You pro- yeah, you, I guess you could probably. I can put a well there. in if I got vacant land. You, I, you, you know could. They gotta give me water, it's, it's I gotta be, be, be able to have there. access. I mean, to it, it is
11: on Waterline Road, so, I mean, that's what's kind of funny. So there is a main line out there. Okay. But there's an
14: area that can be found on page 1017.
0: Looks like you just have one neighbor.
13: Is that a question for me? I'm sorry. Yeah.
0: Would you repeat it, please? You just have one neighbor to
13: the left of you? I am my own neighbor. I own both houses. That's it. Oh, you
0: own both? Oh, this this next one is the next?
13: Both cases are for each of the houses that are adjacent to each other.
0: Okay. So, Fred, how much land is he on on the other one? 16 acres? Yeah. So you kind of built everything over on lapped everything. My brother th-
13: built the first house, and then I bought built the second one, and then my brother moved away and I bought his home.
0: Okay. All right. Okay, members of the board, what do you think?
8: This is what? This isn't an e- not equity, it's for value.
0: Right. But the sales all indicate somewhere around
8: 485. Yeah. You know. So I can't see how yeah, we could lower sales.
0: it. All over Right, so if we say the sales locations are better, offsets the land value, mm-hmm. then we're okay. Right?
6: Basically.
0: Well, so make a motion, somebody. Don't look at me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my Any gosh. other questions, Pat? No, I'm just
6: looking at the sales.
7: So. I got one quick question. Sure. How was the, to the assessor, how was the um, change in market conditions reconciled um, with the sales? Was there, was that considered?
11: As far as doing a time adjustment? Any time adjustments? None needed? I I did not do any time adjustments on them. Um, I found that the uh, the sales were pretty consistent with, from from when they, from the oldest to the newest. Right. I didn't see... uh, Really, a a major change in value yet? I mean, obviously, we've got new rates that are going in. So, if you know, the market's going to show us here shortly what's what's going on. I would. It looks
7: like you're reconciling the most recent sale, anyway, with your. The best sales are one, one through three, which are are in
0: July, September, and uh, November of 2022, when the market is falling. well, it's the same the market as fell 10 two. to 15 percent in the last that seven now, to eight yeah, months. It's
7: you know, the same, okay? as number two. Um, no, I know that, yeah. but that's where they start,
15: right?
7: Okay, you guys got your microphones on?
0: Okay, oh, you were just checking. Okay, okay, What? what's your pleasure, members of the board? Well, I, I guess my
6: question is you've got your adjusted sales prices are. 483,000, and you're holding the value at
11: 226. Yeah, yeah, it was. I think that actually, when I looked at that home, actually, the record of it, it was probably underclassed. It was put on as a a fair to average home, where it probably is more like an average to good home because it was custom. So when I noticed that, I was like, well, that's that's why it's so low at 226, is because I believe that was just not. On properly back in 1998, when it was so we don't fix that, done.
6: so we just leave it, we don't fix it.
11: I, I'm not asking anybody to fix the raise the right ra- the value, um, I was just justifying the value of 226 did not exceed full cash value. In this, just case. for your information, this board has the authority to raise that value
0: too. That's the risk, that definitely is.
14: Mr. Chair, so yeah, we, during our reval process in the fall, we could address issues like quality class and stuff.
6: Okay. Like that. I'm totally going to make a motion that. that the assessor does not exceed full cash value. That okay?
13: I'm sorry, I couldn't hear the motion. Could it be repeated, please? It does not exceed no, full cash it Does value. not exceed full cash value.
0: Cast your votes. You do have the right to appeal this to the state. That's not a complete
13: sentence. I'm sorry, I'm not hearing a complete sentence. You you do
0: have the right to appeal this
6: to the state. No, but
13: on the motion. What is the motion exactly? The
6: motion was that the assessor's value does not exceed the full cash value of the property.
13: Okay. Thank you.
0: Motion carries. Uh, name and address for case four seventy-two, please.
13: Marcus Jensen, 5409 North Moapa Valley Boulevard.
0: Okay, great. Uh, Fred.
11: Uh, Fred Vandover, Clark County Assessor's Office. Uh, case 472, beginning on page 987 of the master book, uh, right next door to the uh, the previous uh, property case. Uh, subject property is a custom two-story home located at 5409 North Moapa Valley, near the vicinity of North Moapa Valley Boulevard and Waterline Road. and Lugandale, Nevada, assessor recommendation is no change from the current value of
13: 724298
0: Okay, Mr. Jensen.
13: I appreciate Mr. Wade's question about the current market conditions because that's really the crux of my argument. I, I, I didn't come prepared and I really didn't want to try to debate um, with Mr. Vandover about the correctness of his valuations compared to other sales. I think if we were to go into that, we would I would be able to demonstrate um, that the these two properties have substantially uh, less value compared to properties in the more developed part of Moapa Valley because of difficulties with flooding and terrain, preci- uh, specifically and predominantly, but also because of access to power and water. Uh, Mr. Dugan, you may remember some time ago we had an appeal. My brother and I came in and appealed the land values because of their the lack of consideration for those very issues. But my primary objective today is to point out that the market conditions are changing. It appears that they're either going to stagnate or decline. We'll know better in the next year. I'm simply asking for my valuations to be held at last year's valuations until those, assess- those assessments of current conditions can be better defined. Thank you.
0: Okay, thank you. Uh, Fred, put on your case.
11: Yeah, a sales analysis starts on page 995 of the master book. Uh, the subject was constructed in 2016, is approximately 4,300 square feet, uh, has, I believe, two bedrooms. That's what on record, and four and a half baths. Okay, um, s- Searches comparable sales were performed within the Logandale yeah. area. Um, results of the search yielded a, a few sales. Um, compared- however, due to the rural location of the subject. Uh, sales would succeed one mile and somewhat dated sales were necessary. Um, all sales utilized in the analysis are similar to the subject uh, and are considered good alternatives to the typical home buyer in this market. Um, all adjustments were either extracted from market data and represent what informed home buyers were willing to pay for those items when ideal match pairs were not available and therefore market extraction is not possible. Adjustments are derived from the cost of the item new plus less all forms of depreciation. Uh, the appraiser is aware that most recent sales of the subject sub area are best indicators of value if the comparable sales with sold within one hundred and eighty days of the effective data of this assessment were not available this appraiser used the most and similar comparables available at the time of the effective date of the assessment once again recommend no change from the current value of 724,298
14: thousand two ninety eight Mr. Chair, if I could quickly just add to that um, obviously our valuations are you know, if we can compare it year to year, we really don't because the sales that we use for those prior years are, old. you know, we're, we're running, you know, six months, a year, year and a half behind in the market. So we really can't, you know, keep up to what exactly it is. And that's why we don't compare year over year.
0: Okay. <coughs> um, members of the board. So what was it last year? Please.
11: Uh, Last year it was six fifty six nine zero six. That can be like found on page nine eighty
14: seven.
5: So again, with this analysis, there's no adjustment for lot size, and no adjustments for market conditions. Correct? Uh, correct.
7: But there is consideration for the market conditions because you are considering the more recent sales when you reconcile your final your value. Absolutely.
11: Um, I, I pull. I mean, I put most weight on everything that's the most
8: recent. Because um, one and two are ver- really recent, basically last three months anyway. Or four yeah, months. They're, they're, there's, there's there's some recent sales
11: for sure.
0: How far away are these?
11: Uh, I believe up to three miles. There's they're a
0: up to three miles. Okay.
11: I mean, I used to uh, utilize the entire valley. I believe you mentioned that uh, last uh, week, Mr. Dugan.
0: Yeah, oh, no, I know. Yeah, you have to. So you just built this in 2017, right? Yes. So what'd you, did you own the, you bought the, you already owned the land for years?
13: Yes. Okay.
0: So 4,346 square feet, what did you spend, 150 bucks a foot?
13: Uh, I don't recall. I'd have to go back and look at my records. See,
0: that doesn't help me help you. I'm just telling you, you need to be. You're sharper than well, you want I, to I let said, on. As I said, I didn't
13: come here prepared to justify the.
0: Yeah, not to justify. I, it. I'm, I'm talking just asking about the comparison with current
13: market values is my concern.
0: So this one's going from 650 to 724. It's on 16 acres. And the other, I hate to go back, but I'm just <laughs> I'm confused now.
5: That other one is very undervalued based on this one.
0: <laughs> Thank you, pardon?
5: That other property valued at 200000 compared to this one just it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't, no.
0: It doesn't make any sense. The
13: two Jamie, properties are very Marianne. different. Well, again,
14: it sounds like the previous case, the, the quality class, uh, according to Mr. Vandor, was low. And that's or, something or we it's can- Or wrong. Yeah. I mean, well, wrong would be
0: low. Well, it's low, fair average. if it's low, it's wrong. Yeah. There, there's no if and buts.
13: It, right. So the question the, is. The two properties are very, very different. Well, th- this one's much newer. And, and its construction quality is much higher. He doesn't want me to raise the other one.
0: I've already made a decision <laughs> on that. But you need to figure this out and get that other one corrected, too. Um, Members of the board. I mean, I don't know. The sales look pretty good, but they're only on uh, number two's on two acres, two are on one acres, and the other two two are on half acres. And they're six, seven, twenty-nine, six, forty-five, nine, fifty, and eight, seventy-five. I mean, if you'd asked me if anything out here sells for that kind of money, I'd have probably said no. So it's pretty interesting that they're paying three quarters of a million dollars and up over here. Right, but they're in there but they're selling within that range of where the assessor has the seven twenty-four two ninety-eight. And we're on sixteen acres. So I'm not sure there's an issue. There's I
6: make a motion that the assessor's
0: valuation does not
6: exceed full cash value.
0: And it appears to be in line with market values in, line in with the, neighborhood. Market value of the neighborhood. Please cast your vote. You do have the right to appeal this to the state board if you want. Thank you for your courtesy. Let's see what the motion Motion carries. Thank God you. God bless you. Case number 208, in-trust group.
8: Huh?
0: Well, only ones going are the ones that are highlighted, like these on my sheet. Yeah, you don't get highlighted. that mic on? It is? Okay.
15: Paul Pollack uh, for the Entrust Group. That's my IRA. My address is 725 uh, North Wildcrest Circle, number 225, zip code 89169. Uh, no, I have a okay, question. Hang on a
0: second. It, Are you the owner of the property? Yes. Okay. So we just a second. Now let's hear from David. Let's let's find out what this is.
15: Yeah.
16: No. Uh, am, um, uh, no, no, no,
0: hang, hang on a second. Uh, I'll, I'll come back to you. I want to know what this is. Hang on, David.
16: Uh, thank you, chairman. Uh, Dave Dave with the Clark County assessor's office. Um, this case starts on page 548. Um, uh, comparable sales grid, page 582. Um, the subject property is a vacant .42-acre interior custom residential lot located in Southern Highlands. It is the last remaining lot available for development in the Vintage Valley at the Estates uh, community in the Southern Highlands Golf Club.
0: Okay, go ahead, sir.
16: Uh, is it
15: appropriate for me to distribute my uh, summer points?
0: Anything you'd like to give? Okay. You just can't get it back. Let us get what you're going to give us so we know we're with you. Thank you. Go ahead, sir.
15: All right. Uh, The address of the subject property is 12 Olympia Fields Court, Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, The APN number is 191 06 613 010. The size is 0.42 acres. The assessor's uh, uh, proposed value is 703,521. The owner's proposed value is 350,000. The owner's uh, proposed value is based on uh, intended use of the buyer of the property, it's intended to be for open space, not for construction or anything like that.
0: Now wait a minute. You bought this lot, and you must own the lot next door. Then, what's that? Do you own the lot next door? That's right. Okay, so, but, but just for your information, you bought it for open space, but it is a marketable lot.
15: I didn't hear that.
0: You bought this to not necessarily put a, a combine to your site, but you bought it for the enjoyment and use of you with your existing property?
15: No, I bought it as an investment.
0: You, well, you bought it, what did you buy it on? An HOA foreclosure? Yeah, I bought it for the county
15: for roughly $14,000 yeah. in uh, 2020. Uh, the uh, adjoining lot that the guy who, who's buying the lot right now, that sold for 350 in 2020 and it's virtually the same size, it's 0.41 acres. Uh, and uh, this property right now is an escrow with a neighbor for $350,000. Now, I looked at uh, the assessor's comparable values, and uh, they use different size properties, and sometimes size matters, sometimes not, but when we're dealing with uh, appraisals, I think uh, size matters, and uh, the first appraisal, uh, the first uh, comp used, uh, the uh, there was a lot that was 20% larger than the subject property. The second uh, uh, comp was 17% larger, and the last comp, which is APN 19106216009, it's almost double the size, it's .81 acres. And it, uh, I didn't see any normalization of the assessment based on size. But uh, the point is that, uh, uh, you know, in, uh, in the 1700s, Adam Smith, <laughs> a British economist, he uh, uh, talked about what they call the invisible hand. And that is that a lot of variables that go into a person's uh, uh, purchase and sale uh, 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 decision. And uh, I know the assessor is uh, doing the best job that they can. And I appreciate uh, the board and uh, and also the assessor staff for their hard work. Uh, But in this case, where the property is right now in escrow for $350,000 all of a sudden come in with a, uh, a double the assessed value uh, or more and, uh, and uh, uh, not adjusting and using well, comps that we were not adjusted for sure. Sir, size. we don't know
0: what they adjusted for yet because right. you've told us, what do you think it's worth, 350 Pardon? What do you think it's worth?
15: Three hundred fifty thousand—the one what I sold it for. And that's when the, the adjoining lot sold for the neighbor, and it sold about the same time period.
0: Okay, so let let us hear from David, and let him let us tell him about the
16: comps. Please, uh, th- thank you, Chairman. If I could draw your attention to page five eighty-six, it's our subject and comparables uh, map here. Um, you can see uh, that. The comparables that we've used uh, surrounding the subject, all in close proximity, and we've used a base lot value in there for valuation, unless we find a determination in the market that shows an adjustment for size. So that's um, the map there showing the location of the sales on this subject. Um, so none of them around the golf course? No, these are all interior lots. Now, if we back up a little bit to page uh, 582, is our comparable sales grid. Um, so I put these are the eight most recent sales in there um, and I put them in order of time uh, the most recent sales one two and three uh, sold in the last 17 months that's where I derived my value from the baseline value for this subdivision at $700,000 uh, going back in time to November of 2020 you see cell 8 there 350,000 uh, that's the comparable sale that the appellant is uh, pointing out as um, a comp.
0: So, so I'm. I'm
1: this,
16: so these are just arrayed by time. I use the most th- three recent sales, putting us in the neighborhood of seven hundred thousand. That's where the value is derived from. Uh, the next page, five eighty three. Wait a
0: second. So just a minute. So one and two are the most current sales, correct? Yep. One at six hundred, one at eight hundred. Oh, the adjusted price. But the sale price no, on those $600,000. No, that is the sales 600, price. Oh, they are 600000 and 800000 yep.
16: with no adjustments. No adjustments. These are all similar sales. Um, okay, the, so, but. If you look at the next page, okay, uh, 583, you can see our uh, graph over time showing the increase um, from the older sales to the newer sales. Puts us right in the neighborhood of our uh, value, 700000 um, and I'd like to point out, like, uh, if we can go to his sell direction letter for his, uh, sale at 350,000, um, I've got it here on page <coughs> 557. You can see it's dated August of tr- 2021. Mm-hmm. It's signed at 350,000. Um, there is some special instructions here. I, I don't find this to be an arm length transaction. Um, going down. Well, there.
0: one this sale is, doesn't make the market.
16: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, and, and this one, I couldn't even find the listing on this sale. Uh, so and, if, and if you look on page, real quick, Scott, if you uh-huh, look on go page uh, 559. Um,
0: How come you guys want to run me all over the place with these page numbers?
16: 559, you can see number nine under special instructions. It uh, talks about this sale is subject to several legal and debt settlements.
0: Well, it looks um, like there's, there may be a federal lien or something against it.
16: Yeah, there's a lot going on with this sale. It's, yeah. it's dated. Um, I don't find it to be an arm's length transaction. You know, I, I did look at current listings in this subdivision. They're listed from 960000 to $2.4 million. Um, the original purchase price on this parcel was 625000 Back in when? In July of 2006. And we all know we're back to those values we're now. We're
0: pretty close, yeah. yeah. So the biggest problem with Southern Highlands is there's just not a lot of lot
16: sales, That's a pr- well, period. Well, this is the last lot remaining. So, I mean, I, the values are up. Um, and, I, and I believe a reduction would create an inequity with all the other lots that are valued the same.
0: Okay. Members of the board. I, I'll tell you, I just did a lot out there on an elevated two-tiered site, and it was hard to appraise. Mm-hmm. I, I just did it in the last month. It praised a lot more than this because it has the view. Sure, But I actually went out of here and looked at some things in McDonald Ranch and Seven Hills and other uh, projects in that general market area, even though it's some distance away, to show what's going on currently because it's hard to equate to the old sales, in my opinion. So let's see what the board wants to do here. You made a good buy on this, right? Uh, Pardon? You made a
15: good purchase on this property. Uh, The county is very generous to our county.
0: Members of the board.
7: So the lot next door is the um, number three, is that correct? No, number eight. No, number eight uh, is sold for 350 uh, Lot but eight, but it's number three on the grid. Number, number eight, eight on the grid. Oh, I'm sorry. I, my apologies. That's why I asked. Okay. Sold for 350 Oh,
16: and that's the uh, one that was, okay. Two and a half years okay. ago. Okay, yeah.
0: One and two are your most oh, current sales. Right, right. Okay. Thank Sale you. price 600 and 800 and that...
8: Number number one is a perimeter lot, and we're a cul-de-sac interior. Okay. And it's a little bit bigger, but. But it
0: backs to the outside street? Yeah. To the the north? north.
8: Yeah. Okay, so that's
0: indicating why it would be a lower price than number two. Right. Okay. And we're, so maybe it's 15, number one is maybe 15% below market. For because of the perimeter street location. And
8: then two was sold at a better market time, and three of yeah, 22. Like a little bit. A new so, in between. In between the two may He's seem reasonable. Right, in between the two. So, I'll make a motion that the assessor's land value does not exceed uh, full, cash value. Value. full cash value.
0: Okay, you've heard the motion. Cast your ballot. We're gonna, we may agree with the assessor. But you do have the right to appeal this to the State Board.
15: Okay, thank you.
0: You're very welcome, sir. Thank you for your courtesy. Motion carries. You can pick up paperwork at the back door if you want to appeal it to the State Board. Okay. Um, Case 1257, Thomas Hunnyin. 1257. Dallas. Good morning. Good
17: morning, morning board members. My name good is Thomas Wayne. I'm the owner of 204 Dogwood Ranch Avenue. Okay. Uh, good
18: morning, board members. The
17: parcel number is
0: 178. No, 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 no. We know what the parcel number is. You don't have to tell us. Hang on. Let Dallas talk. We want to know what it is and what page it's on.
18: Uh, The subject is a 21. The case begins on page um, 2177 in the master book. This is case 1257. The subject is a 2,159 square foot, one story built in 2004, situated on a .2 acre lot with... uh, mountain views uh, in the backyard amenities include a three car garage generally located at Eastern and Sunridge Heights Parkway in Henderson and the assessor recommending recommends holding taxable value at four hundred sixty four thousand nine hundred and forty four dollars based on market sales analysis okay
0: is this equity or is this just market value Uh,
18: the market box was checked on this one okay good go ahead sir
0: First, I would like
17: to point out there are mistakes in the number of solar panels in my
5: house. The number of what? Pull the mic down by solar your mouth. Solar panels. Pu- pu- pull the mic, pull the mic oh, down. I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
17: It's okay. You're all right. There are mistakes in the number of solar panels on my house.
0: There okay, are- so just a second. Is that, do you own the solar panels or do you lease them? Lease that them. It, it, uh, owned it. You yeah. own it. Okay, that, that can be taken care of without this board. We don't, we, we don't. When he estimated, he yeah, put but we don't, we don't, 21, we don't, but, but we only 14. Okay, but we don't correct that. They will correct that. Okay. So get to the market value and why you don't think it's worth what they're stating. Uh, the, in his estimate, he put the
17: mountain view. However, in my backyard, the view in my backyard, it used to be a mountain. Now they build how all over. So the, uh, the value should be adjusted.
0: Well, it, what, what happened behind you? Why don't you have a mountain they, view? Uh, they, they build all the houses. Oh, they're built, they've built
17: the houses. Okay. Yeah, In like, 2018. I bought the house in 2017 for $375,000. On 2018, they build all the houses, so the mountain is no longer there. It's just housing. So I look my backyard, it's just housing. But okay. I've still been paid the premium for $30,000 valuation for mountain views. Okay, so you think it should be thirty
0: thousand less,
17: right? And All right, Let's let the, the,
0: the yes. Okay, let's let let's let Dallas tell us what he found out. Okay, and I'll come back to you. Okay, thanks, Thomas.
18: Um, thank you. So, market analysis can be found on page twenty-one eighty-five, and the comparable cells were selected based on similar characteristics and location. Uh, two model match comparable cells with similar Uh, view premiums are uh, comps 1 and 2 all sales in the subject neighborhood Um, the recommendation based on the evidence is to hold value Um, and just regarding the point uh, of the view you can look at uh, vicinity and equity map on starting on page 2187 and 2180 uh, excuse me 2186 um, and an aerial map on 2188 which indicates there's there really isn't the building behind him may be there but it's quite far away quarter of a mile away yeah. or something right um, uh, regarding the issue with the uh, solar panels we don't um, they're exempt so they're not not up there we we put them on the record but they get wiped away as an exemption so it doesn't even contribute to that. Is Is that because you don't know if they're leased or owned, Jamie? No, we're by law,
14: by statute. We don't assess the, the solar panels for residential properties, but we do keep track of them for the state because they, they want to keep track of how many
0: how many homes have it. Yep, oh, yeah, Very interesting. But okay. we can correct
14: the number to, from 21 to 14, but it's not going to affect the value at all because we don't assess okay. it.
0: So, sir Thomas, so you're saying you see the houses quite a ways away. It's it, it the valley.
17: It's a, it's a, it's a so, gully, so they can look over my 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 backyard.
0: I mean, well, it, but they're... how many feet away are they? Five hundred or a thousand feet? Yeah, I mean, well, they'd have to have a they'd have to have binoculars to look into your backyard. No, at least I, I know mean, I would because uh, that's a long way.
17: They used to used to duck like at night. Now all the light and everything. It, it, well, it, you know, the, the view is no longer modern view, it, it's a house. Yeah. And look, it's just directly uh, housing. I know, understand,
0: like, but Thomas, the valley going to be developed. Houses are going to be built above you. You know, if you don't like that, then you need to put the house on the market, sell it, and go buy a house somewhere
17: else.
1: Uh,
0: uh,
17: the, to be very honest is with you. The county has set the view, a premium for the view, and that the county allow house view on the view, and still doesn't change the view assessment
0: that's right. my point right but I have two sales on your street that are selling for 685 and 720 and they have a recommendation here 464 943 uh, uh,
17: the assessment can, uh, Mr. Chairman can I ask you in your experience have you ever seen the assessment exceed or equal the market value
6: I'm sorry, I didn't understand. You wanted to know if the assessment ever exceeded market. Have we ever seen it? I'm Yet. challenging the Yes, Yes, we have.
17: Yes, we've actually lowered it. The, 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 the market that he signed on in 2022, that when during the, the pandemic, I mean, like we had to pay a dozen eggs for $10. Uh, I, can, I, to pay, I can avoid but not buying eggs. You know, I cannot avoid paying tax unless I die or I sell the house. Okay, How much was, do you think your house is worth? <coughs> I think that seven should be about four hundred sixteen thousand, increase from four. So if somebody
8: came and offered you five hundred thousand. Would you sell it?
17: Well, I had to find another house to live, right? I cannot sell it. No, well if you had another street. house
8: and you could live there, would you sell your house for five hundred thousand?
17: And another one is the how my house has some defects.
8: Because your neighbors are selling their house for six eighty five and seven dollars. A lot of neighbors
17: in the house had two and a half bathroom. I only had two. Bath. That, and in order to use the bathroom yet,
0: you have to go to okay. the he, bathroom. He, here's the problem. Yes. I got two sales on your street, the same house at six eighty five and seven twenty. They have the you at 464 $943. No. So they've got you 200000 below. In, in
17: 2022, you, you had to buy gasoline at $7. Gallon. Well, I, I, I mean, listen, it,
0: it, I have to buy gasoline at $7 too and buy eggs at $10 or whatever the case may be. That's part of life. You can not uh, have the option not driving the car, not buying the gas,
6: but it's tax. I guess stuck. I'm going to make a motion that the assessor's valuation does not exceed full cash
0: value. Cast your votes. you have the right to appeal this to the State Board if you think we're unfair?
17: This is more than uh, the increase, more than 15 percent, Good is like more than the C consumer price index of 7.5 percent.
0: I I understand your concerns, but we don't think it exceeds full cash value. Have a nice day. You can appeal it. The forms are out at the back. Let's take a 10-minute break. Thank you.
1: Case
0: number 32, Charles
19: Blessner. Good morning, uh, my name is Charles Belsner. I asked for ADA accommodations with even DOJ.
0: H- hang on a second. All I want is your name and address for the record.
19: You I, left. I, I was trying to explain. I can't, I, I'm going to provide you what I believe you want. My name, according to the accommodations I asked for is Charles N. Belsner. The address of record is 725 North Royal Crest Circle, unit number is 217. Uh, I purchased it in uh, July 18th of 2018. The only inspection fully done of the property was a sparse inspection of my unit by Assessor Carla Pipitone of the uh, Carr County Assessor's Office. This property, I got more really, I'm not trying to be obnoxious, more really listening to cases under the TV set outside than I did in this front row. And I tried to file this stipulation with the county on several occasions. I don't know if you want to take this in or not. I think it really needs to be considered based on the fact that the property needs to be condemned. Therefore, there is no property, even in my complex of four buildings, that compares to my unit. Simply put, my unit is infested with asbestos because they breached uh, cutting in the walls without getting proper permits. That was started two years ago because they have not, according to that document, cured that problem. The mold Is increasing from five levels up down to mine every time it rains water comes in through the roof through the units down the staircase and into my unit underneath me is a parking level which my unit is not fully supported you can go to the other buildings and you can see that the support for the bottom unit on the first floor It's different than mine. Then you add into the fact that over 32 claims have been filed with the attorney general's office to inspect all four buildings. And in the opinion of sky structures, Belfort renovation and larking plumbing, the property is not worth fixing. It would cost tens of thousands of dollars, which they have been doing for the last two years, to use a Band-Aid approach to try to keep that going on while they continue to embezzle money through the assessment schemes that even on a tape message I have here from the former treasurer who was elected in, she served on the board for four years, the people who are on the board now have not been elected in. They have appointed themselves. And we've tried to in- indicate that this is an embezzlement scheme to enhance themselves. Okay, so what do you think the property's worth? Nothing?
2: Um, just one second, sir. If you would, if
19: you, what did he this say? This will help you to listen. You? I, I've tried that in court and it doesn't work. This doesn't work? But okay. What did he say briefly? Okay, what does he think it's worth? What do you think your property is worth? Okay, according to the assessed value... No, no, I know what the assessed value is. What do you think your property is worth? 60, your $60,000 is the max. It cannot sell even on a short sale unless I'm dishonest with a violation of disclosure laws to tell a prospective owner what buyer, excuse me, what he's getting involved with. Yes, units have sold in my unit, But during the last two years, when prices were at an extremely beneficial price, the units are are still not selling for what they are worth because people have gotten inspections. They have gotten analysis. I've been here since 1994 doing property investments. I came here with a pocket load of money. I took five years to buy a property near this one. I sold it for 140,000 dollar profit so I know what valuations and oh, real estate Okay,
0: okay, we only all, care tell him I only care about this property. Everything else is irrelevant.
19: Well, but you mentioned and I picked that up that you know you've been doing this for what did he say 26 years or since 1995 I think you said. I've no, been doing
0: it I've been since appraising in Las Vegas since 1969
1: here since 1969
19: I apologize okay it's I've okay. been doing this since 1994 and I'd be, be between the property at country club shadows and here uh, which is a limited space between there then you have to consider so wait a minute are you living in this house
20: do you live in the house
19: it's not it, it's not inhabitable
20: it's not inhabitable
19: it, truly not. I, I do have to go in there because I am low income. I'm on the property level doing cancer surgery and other medical needs that I've had to meet. And as a result, I, I, I can't really live anywhere. I spent two and a half years basically in the back of my car. And because of this litigation, it's outstanding the district court that addresses all these issues. The property I've lost so much money in what the value should be, uh, to what it it should is really worth now. I mean, I can't say to the board, you shouldn't tax me for anything. Somebody could come along and say, Oh, I'll give you 60,000 for it. Then they would have to wait for the land to sell this tape message, which is only two minutes. This board treasurer says we should sell this and get out of this before we have to go to bankruptcy. Okay, thank
21: you. Carla?
20: She's going to give her case now.
21: Good morning, board. I apologize for can my I lateness Can I stand underneath the,
20: the TV to hear her?
19: You want to try this? No, I can okay. hear it better out there oh. than here. Oh, go he ahead. Outside
0: go ahead, I'm TV. in.
19: Okay. I'll yes, run, I'll run back in.
21: Don't, don't run. Don't run. <laughs> Good morning, board. I apologize for my lateness.
6: Hold on for a minute till he gets out. There. Wait till he oh, gets okay, out there right. so
0: he can hear. What page is this on?
21: Uh, it begins on page fourteen. In the master. Yes.
0: Forty-eight. You know, these are, those, these, these are those old square boxes that were built in the 50s or something.
21: Uh, yeah, they were built in 1976.
0: Or something, uh, I mean, they're yeah. old.
21: Yeah, this is, uh, the subject property is an 1153 square foot condo located on the first floor of a five-story building built in 1976. It's located in the guard-gated, age-restricted community of Casablanca in central Las Vegas near the vicinity of East Desert In Road and Paradise Road, recommend no change to the taxable value of one hundred five thousand six hundred eighty-one. Okay,
0: that's not guard gated, is it?
21: Yes, it is guard gated.
0: So this is on the circle. Yes, mm-hmm. it's, the circle. it's 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 got the common landscape area in the middle and all that. So this is. That's correct. This there's is four a buildings. Yeah, so there's just a standalone. No. Smaller two-story building. That's correct. Wow, I don't know.
6: I've been in there not in a long time, Jamie. Uh, well,
14: do we want to go ahead and have Carla put on the case since he
21: pretty much basically he, put did, on his, case. Yes. he okay. did his case. He did his case. Okay. Um, the petitioner purchased the condo in July of 2018 for $105,000 in fair condition per MLS. The MLS uh, and the photos from this sale can be seen on page 50, or beginning on page 50. The property does have some conditional issues that were brought to our attention by the petitioner. A site visit was conducted in August of 2022. Photos from the site visit can be found beginning on page 56. Is
0: that his, that's his deck and the That's his, uh, yeah,
21: the first, uh, yeah. the underground is the garage. And then that's his deck. He's on the first floor of the five-story building.
0: Boy, the thing needs to be gutted, huh? Uh,
21: okay, so... He, he
0: can't be living in this. Maybe. He's got mold and all kinds of issues. Okay. You know, I don't <coughs> just... I, they're, they're never going to rip these buildings down, because I don't think there's enough demand in there to go in there and rebuild this with something newer. I mean, this is a tough area. This is a difficult neighborhood. You know, this is a very difficult area. A lot, I'm, I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> All right, so what else? Carol? Okay, so,
21: there, so at the site visit, um, I did notice some uh, water damage coming from the ceiling down the hallway closet wall. This wall backs the, the kitchen, so it's the, the plumbing wall. Um, and there's some photo. You can see the photo in there. Um, I also noted um, there's water damage at the shower in the hallway, and there's some deferred maintenance items, uh, such as the flooring needs replacing.
0: Okay. Let me ask you. Did you did on the comps? You said several several were updated or something, right?
21: Yes. So uh, comparable sales can be found on page 48. Um, they show a range of sales prices from 175000 to 240000 um, and a range of adjusted sales prices from 175000 to 205000 Adjustments were made for differences in gross living area and upgrades. Sales two and three are model matches to the subject and sold a year ago. Sale five is located in the subject's building. Um, He he did give us some um, cost-to-care, some uh, repair estimates totaling of about $10,000. So we went ahead and gave him a 25% reduction in the improvement portion of his taxable value. Um, There's there's probably more um, issues there that he did not provide um, estimates for. Uh, So we could only do um, what we know and what he gave us and what we saw. Well, um,
0: I understand, but if it's 1,153 square feet, I can tell you, ten grand won't do anything to this place.
21: Correct, in but, my opinion. Uh, possibly, but um, our value—I don't know if you noticed the. I know it's We're, below we're about 40 percent below market already, as it is. Then we reduced him. Um, we reduced him down a skosh, and uh, so even if the repairs were seventy thousand dollars. Um, our taxable value would not exceed. Market. Right, but we don't have
0: any entrepreneur profit in there. No. In other words, I'm not going to buy it for 105 if I got to put 50 or 60 in it to fix it. I want to steal it. Okay. I mean, I don't want to steal it, but I probably might not pay more than 75 for it. I don't know. If we start making adjustments on one of these because of this condition, are we affecting the others, Jamie? No, it sounds
14: like this is a condition of this particular
7: unit. So yeah, it's individual, a right? Okay, so, I just want to so make
8: sure. Can I ask a question?
7: Yeah, absolutely. I just wonder if it was my turn. Um, it's your turn. So this unit's not condemned.
21: Not that I'm aware of. I believe he's living in it, but I, I don't know.
7: And you were able to inspect the property, so yeah. obviously in the
21: pictures. Yeah, we went inside. So and I'm
7: sorry. so then, what caused the uh, damage?
21: I'm not sure.
0: You think it's the kitchen leaking into
6: the? Oh bath? well, it's from
21: the ceiling, so I have to assume. No, unit
6: above. Water leak from the <laughs> unit above coming down. I get that part, but
7: is the unit above condemned? No, I don't so think the, any is of. Them. Is any of the units condemned? Okay. I don't think any. Okay, because I got the impression that this building was condemned. <laughs> okay.
0: no
21: nope, people living in it, he <laughs> which it. I didn't
7: know of. So. Yeah.
6: So I think we got
0: a condition problem. Yeah. So. Members of the board, make a motion.
6: Oh, hold on for a minute. Carla, did you take these photos? Yes, I did. On page fifty nine? There's some that are MLS. In no, I'm looking that's, page fifty nine. That's her. You yes. take that, that photo. Is yeah. there mold in this property?
21: Uh, yeah, because there's water damage. But I don't know the extent of the mold. I don't have an estimate.
6: I mean it looks like mold to me, that's what I'm asking. Possibly. It's
0: just not dirt.
21: Not dirt, no.
0: So the thing's got to be remediated, it's got to be completely probably drywall taken off the walls and ceilings. Yeah, I mean, there, there's some serious, serious issues. If there's here.
6: mold, there's some serious issues in here, even if it's, you know, you're looking at the mold exposed there on, on that photo, and there's got to be stuff inside the wall that you can't see. That's my question. So, I mean, it's to me, it's not saleable to a regular person, it's saleable to an investor
0: mm-hmm. Absolutely. that's
6: going to... Got this thing and do it. So that raises the issue to me that you know you really can't compare it to um, updated or livable properties.
0: properties.
6: So what's your suggestion?
0: Take off the improvement value 45680 for a year. Make it 60 land value only. What do you think, ladies and gentlemen? I think you should make that motion. Oh, you want me to make it? Okay, I make a motion that due to the subject's present condition, possible mold, and uh, remediation that needs to be completed to this property and the fact that it really is, in my opinion, probably not livable, that we take off the improvement value uh, and reduce it to land value only. Please cast your vote. Thank you. So the new value will be 60000 land value only. Motion carries. Can somebody go out and explain this to him so we'll know? He'll know too. Okay, great. Okay, thank you. Let's go to, uh, hang on, that was 32. Uh, Harold Davis, 142. Well, let uh, him, he's coming back. Now. No, we're, done. we're done with him. I know, he wants
6: to, he you wants able to pick
4: to hear up his the the decision?
0: 142.
22: Good morning. My name is Harold Davis. My address is 6474 Natural Glass Drive, Las Vegas, Nevada, 89131.
0: Okay, thank you, sir.
22: Uh, Mel- Melissa, what's the page number?
23: Uh, the, pa- the case begins on page 30 in the addendum. Uh oh. Melissa Burleson for the assessor's office.
0: Where's the addendum?
23: The subject is a vacant, undeveloped half acre parcel located in the northwest just south of Painted Desert and Washburn and west of Buffalo. It's zoned as a ranch estate neighborhood with an RNP overlay, and it's located on a four-lot cul-de-sac with the other three half-acre lots developed with single-family homes, septic systems, and public water service. Under a ruling effective January 1st, 2021, the subject has been denied water service unless it is connected to the sewer system which is located approximately 700 feet from the subject. Um, so wait a minute,
0: they want, they want him to hook the city sewer before he can get water city water.
23: water? Right. Oh. They cannot put in a septic.
5: I can explain that to you if you want to know why.
23: <laughs> I mean, he could put in a septic and a well. He could do that. So septic and well or sewer. So we could
0: spend thirty grand for a well and put another 15000 in a septic.
23: Okay. Um, the subject's twenty three twenty four taxable value is two hundred thousand, and the assessor's office recommended recommends a reduction of taxable value to one seventy. And he
0: 100. doesn't like that. Obviously, go ahead, sir.
22: Actually, I have some uh, paperwork that I sure. need to provide to you before we get started. It'll help out as I go through the. The information that I have and I apologize because I didn't know what to expect when I got here I don't I didn't know what to expect with the board so I kind of prepared you still don't (laughs) (laughs) exactly. (laughs) but I kind of prepared uh, based on the information that Melissa gave to me as far as the assessor's office valuation of the property and other things that were contained in her packet so with that it's going to take me a little while to get through the information that I have but I think it's important to hear it all before, I, before we start. So uh, just for information, for the history, I purchased this uh, almost 26 years ago in 1997, half, a little over half an acre. It had the necessary utilities. I wanted to bu- build a house. The purchase was intended to be used for a custom home. It was purchased with, property at the, with water at the property, and I've owned the property since then, still a vacant lot. In December of 2021, I received a notice evaluation card from the Clark County's Assessor's Office, advising me that the taxable value on the property for 2022 to 2023 had risen from $165 to $170,000, a 5000 increase over the prior year, 3.03%. I had no issue with this. Two months later, in early February of 2022, I received that letter, a certified mail envelope. Uh, from the Las Vegas Valley Water District. It was dated January 27th, 2022. That letter informed me that the parcel of land I had owned for all those years was no longer eligible to be serviced with water from the district. The reason provided was because the waste would be emptied, emptied into a septic tank and not the sewer system. After receiving the letter, it was at that point I realized the taxable value on my property shouldn't have gone up, especially after losing access to this necessary utility it should go down if it was appraised correctly based on this new development. Having water on a residential property is kind of a big deal, and so is not. You would think so. Yeah, so is not. So it was too late to uh, submit a petition for review to the assessor's office once I got that letter for that year because I didn't know about the restriction until early February, and that was past the deadline for uh, petitions. So. I had to wait until this year so in December of 2022 two months ago I received the next notice of valuation for the same property this time the taxable valuation went from 170,000 to 200,000 a $30,000 or seventeen point seven sorry seventeen point six five percent increase higher than the previous year and note that I had done nothing to the property between twenty twenty one and twenty twenty two. Harold, so, let me ask you a question.
0: Sir. Did you provide this to the assessor's office before today? I provided it
22: I I was told that I if I had any other paperwork that I didn't provide to the assessor's office before today. Right, I was but dad. if you'd
0: have provided this prior to this meeting, you may not have had a bend here. With the bid and everything in it. They don't they didn't get the bid on the sewer, in other words.
22: Okay. No, because I didn't give them the bid.
0: Well, I understand, but but that would have helped your case. Right. If in other words, we'll work with it, but if you'd have given it to them, they might have been able to adjust this even more.
22: Right. So if we if we go through what I have here, then maybe you can make a a decision based on the bid and the other information that I have here. That's what I'm hoping for. Well like I said, because I didn't turn that information into the assessor's office prior to Yes. Prior to today, mm-hmm. I didn't think between uh, at some point I didn't think that I, there was going to be any other change other than the the offer of uh, valuation of one hundred seventy thousand dollars that was presented to me several days ago. So in any case, uh, there was a seventeen point six five percent increase for the next evaluation or valuation year, twenty twenty three to 2024. I received that in uh, two months ago in December of 2022. So knowing that I had the letter from the district, I also knew that not having the same water service utility that I had available for the last 26 years would certainly affect the property value, not in a positive way. In any case, taxable value should not have gone higher, especially not more than the 17% higher that it did. I would note that the taxable value on that property has increased 25% over the last three years. It's gone from $160,000 in 2020 to $200,000 for this time. So there were instructions on the notice evaluation card, um, what to do if I had disagreed with the taxable value. I followed them, and I contacted the assessor's office. Upon doing so, I initially spoke to Fred, one of the accounting assessor's office appraisers who advised me that I could submit a petition for review of taxable value I did that on January 2nd of this year 2023 you he mentioned know. he had the same things happening to parcels of land down in Laughlin so after submitting the petition for review I started researching how much it would cost to run a sewer line connection for my parcel to the nearest sewer line in the street based on the available sewer maps and using their distance legend I estimated to be about 625 feet from the nearest connection to my property. Uh, I had read somewhere during my research that the linear cost per foot was possibly up to $15,000 per foot. I've since found that otherwise, but that would have been $9 million dollars. So I contacted four companies that do sewer line instruction installations rather in our area. Two of them have responded, made estimates based on my requested distance, estimate of 625 linear feet. Two of them have not responded to my repeated request for estimates. And like I said, additionally, I understand now that the distance is closer to 700 feet based on the documents that Melissa provided to you from the assessor's office. So. From the first construction company uh, was Penny Construction. They estimated $120 to $220 per linear foot plus 15% for the finished paving. At 625 feet, it comes up to $86,250 to $158,125. And at 700 feet, it comes up to $96,600 to $177,100 for that installation of that sewer line uh, the second one that actually did respond was National Pipeline c- contractors they provide an actual bid estimate of two hundred twenty nine thousand nine hundred and eighty but remember that bid was uh, based on my estimate my estimate of six hundred and twenty uh, five feet for the line I don't know if they used that or if they did some other calculations but if The estimate would actually have been for 700 if I was to extrapolate the per foot uh, linear charge. It would have come up to about 257,600 dollars for them to do the installation. So those estimates are in front of you on pages one, two, and three after the cover and the content sheets. The other two companies didn't respond. Made repeated attempts to get the estimates from them, but both of them have not. But I have not received them from them. So now before I start any construction on that lot where water service would be provided from the water district, it will cost me anywhere between $86,000 and $257,000 according to the estimates I received. And those were estimates that may or may not be all inclusive or accurate based on the responses I did receive. Having that amount of a pre-building cost would potentially turn away buyers of the property if it was for sale, but it's not. And it also discourages me from initiating any kind of residential construction there. This effectively diminishes the value, the market value of the property, which also should diminish the taxable value of the property. In addition to getting estimates on the sewer line installation costs, I decided to reach out of the county in order to see if there was anything else other than a house I could build on the property that wouldn't involve needing water from the water district. I was tr- trying to justify keeping it, and I was also trying to make sure that the valuation from the- Valuation from the assessor's office wouldn't be that out of line if there was some other property that I could build on on that lot.
0: There's nothing else you can build on that lot. I'm sorry? There's nothing else you can build on that lot but a house.
22: I did contact the uh, Clark County Planning. I spoke to the planner. Her name is Nairie, N-A-I-R-E-E, Agulian, A-G-U-L-I-A-N, Her title was Planner with the Clark County Comprehensive Planning Department. While on the phone with her, I explained to her that I had a lot. I didn't have water to it. What could I build on it? So she did some research while I was on the phone, and she gave me uh, several options for building on this lot. So remember, I'm taking this information from somebody that I think is the expert and is going to be able to give me the information that I would need in order to build on that lot. So a few of the options she gave me over the phone were farming, livestock, a racetrack, an airport, and an assisted living center. So I asked her if that list was available to me. She was able to provide that list. She eventually emailed it to me. I have it also contained in that packet that I gave you, page 4 through 7. So what do you think it's worth, Harold? Well, I'm getting there.
0: Well, yeah, but you're, you you got to get there now because okay. normally we only give you three minutes and you've already taken ten.
22: I thought it was and we, under,
0: we understand the issue here. We, we get it.
22: Okay, so the comps that Melissa provided had comps one through six. Uh, comps four through six are not proper comps because uh, number four... Because they either have water available from the water district, sewer on the on the property already, and a well water. So uh, comps one, two, and three are the only ones that are actually applicable to my parcel. Uh, Comp number one sold in October of 2022 for 160 thousand dollars. This property uh, started out listed at. $325,000 $325,000 on January 7th. That was before the letters were received. It went, to, it went to a contingent sale on April 19th. On April 27th, it was back on the market for 325 On May 31st, four days later, it was listed at $275, a $50,000 drop. On July 6th, it dropped to $249. On August 5th, it dropped to $225. On August 29th, it dropped to $200. On August 12th, it showed a pending sale at 200 and then the final sale was October 13th at 22 for $160. I'm in the wrong book. I'm not so you have to wonder why that property devalued so quickly. It started out at 325 Before the letters came out, it went down to 160 afterward in nine months. Property two, it sold on December 6, 2021 for 185 Went on the market in October of 2021 for 195 then sold in December for one eighty-five, it dropped in price by ten. Note that this sold this prior this property sold prior to the letters coming out as well. I uh, don't know why the property dropped. Don't know why or don't know if the the uh, sellers would have known that that letter would have come out, so they had no no uh, duty to provide a dic- disclosure to the potential buyer that the water wouldn't be available to them. So, parcel number. sold for 140 Uh, Melissa mentions in her document it was motivated to sell, hence lower than the market. But we don't know what... Harold, just for your
0: information, we have everything listed in here, and we we know what they sold for, what they were listed for, and so forth. Uh, We don't need you to reiterate and put on her case. We want her to put her case on.
22: Once again, because I didn't know what to expect when I I got here. I understand. I understand, but... Okay, so... Based on the three comps that were actually uh, most similar to mine, one was 140, one was 160, and one was 185. What I ended up doing was taking an average of those. It comes out to about 162. So if you're asking me what I believe the valuation, I would agree to that 162 valuation on that property. I certainly don't agree to the 200, because I, I before, probably
0: concur with you, okay? Because but before
22: I can start building on that property, or anybody else can, there's a hundred to several hundred thousand dollars worth of uh, in sewer line installation. So
0: it's probably there. one of the worst investments you've ever made, at this point in
22: time. Uh, it may be, but I've kept it for this long. so You're going to build someday? Yeah, I could. You know, things may change again, okay. so... All right, let her,
0: let's let Melissa put her case on. So...
23: All right. So, please refer to the comparable worksheet on page 31 of the addendum. Comparables one through six are all similar and recent half-acre vacant lot sales located within one and a half miles of the subject property. Most consideration is given to comparables one and two, which, like the subject, have no active septic system, and which are 900 feet and 400 feet to the closer sewer main, respectively bracketing the subject's distance of approximately 700 feet. Please note that Comparable 1 was originally listed at 275 but sold at 160, and in speaking with the listing agent, he verified that the subject property um, also was denied service, water service by Las Vegas Water District without a connection to the sewer that was approximately 900 feet away. This issue uh, caused the property to sell approximately 40% below list or market price. Comparable 3, 4, and 5 were provided because I wanted to have a comparison of what they might have sold for. Um, comparable 3 had no septic or sewer, but it has frontage on Durango, and the sewer main line runs down Durango. The agent said the only reason it sold so low was because it was a motivated sale. Comparable 4 and 5 are good examples of undeveloped properties with uh, better sewer access at the property line. The only lateral connection, only the lateral connection would be required. And comparable six is a good example of an undeveloped parcel that does not require public water service since there's a community well available. Additionally, um, I did investigate the cost to connect to the sewer, according to an engineer at the City of Las Vegas, and I I did ask him if he had any bids and he at that time had no bids and this was not provided to me, but she estimated Engineer at the city said that their estimate that they give out is 200 per foot, which would equate to about 140,000 plus or minus. I did not know exactly how far he was. I just used a map with the, and that map is provided in your, um, in your, uh, in the addendum. There, it's on page 42, and I just took my own aerial um, uh, measurements. But in this bid that he has here on page two, it says 685. So. Someplace in the plus or minus 700 square feet, I think about right. So with all that to say, uh, the estimate was um, all that estimate was also independently confirmed by an engineer at the Las Vegas Valley Water District who said 150,000 or so to bring the sewer. So we're in bring the Bring the
0: sewer or bring the water?
23: I mean, bring the, no, to bring the sewer connection, to get to the sewer connection. Okay. Water won't be allowed without that sewer connection. Um, so with most, so but
0: the question is, where's water? Is water in the coldest? Water's right there mm-hmm. in the coldest. Cells. Yeah, because okay. there's three other so, developed. So all, all our
23: costs is in the sewer. All our costs is in the sewer. Okay. So 150 grand. 150, according to their estimate. Now he's got a, a bid here for 160, so not 162 no. or whatever it is. So not far off. So most weight was given to comparable one and two, considering the 40% list to sale discount of comparable one. And the assessor's office recommends lowering the, va- the value to 170.
0: So if I bought this lot, I'm 170 and 150, so I'm in at 320 in a less desirable location than any of these comps, yes. in my opinion.
23: Yeah, this is a nice location.
0: What is? No, the comps, the no, comps are better.
6: Oh. They, might, they might be,
23: but this They're, is not a bad location by any means. It's right below. Well,
0: yeah. I'm not too crazy about this location personally. But,
6: but aside from that, you're at 170. He's at 162.
23: I didn't have this bid.
6: I, I, I know. I, I asked I, for I, a, I'm a bid. I'm just saying. You're at 170. He's at one, 162. But sorry. personally, Where now we're
0: about eight grand here. Yeah, but we're, but personally, after the issues here, I don't know if anybody paid pay 160 for this in my opinion somebody paid
23: somebody paid 160 for the other comparable but you say that's a better location that's my motion
8: definitely better location
0: oh well okay so we got a motion that uh reduce it to 160. my motion is to
6: reduce it to 160 comparable with uh, Uh, sale number one
0: okay and it doesn't exceed full cash value Cast your votes. Motion carries, reduced to 160. Thank you. You're very welcome. Okay, next case is uh, 543 Madison or
3: Mason. Hi there. I'm Julie Palmer, managing member of Maison de Soleil, LLC. Okay,
0: Okay, you got an address?
3: 9103 Alta. It's the Queens Ridge Towers, 1405-89145, Las Vegas. Nevada. (coughs)
0: 89145, right? Yeah, okay. Melissa? Melissa?
23: Melissa Burleson for the Assessor's Office. The case begins on page 1248 of the master book. The subject property is a high rise condominium located on the 14th floor of the West Tower of Queensridge Place, one floor below the penthouse level. The subject has 3,355 square feet of living area with three bedrooms, three and a half baths and high level views of the Las Vegas Valley. The petitioner is appealing on the basis of equity Claiming that her property is assessed at a higher value than another property with identical use and comparable location assessor's office recommends no reduction in the taxable value of one million nine hundred and eighty one thousand eight hundred and sixty two dollars
0: what page is this on please
23: twelve forty eight in the master
1: book
0: you know I don't know why they have these monsters so short to where you can't work with them twelve forty eight Mm -hmm. Thank you. Okay, go ahead and put your case on. Thank you.
3: Thank you. I am appealing based on um, fairness and equity and uniformity because my unit is on the 14th floor, which is really the 13th floor, but for superstition reasons they named it 14. Um, Every floor below and above floor... Um, between 10 and 11, the assessor has graduated increase of land value of $700, but between 10 and 11, the land value increase is $35,928 more than the floor below. And um, I I actually appealed because I thought it was a clerical error. I couldn't imagine a scenario in which it's justified that Floor by floor, the land value increases $700. And then between two floors, it's $35,928. And um, when I spoke to Melissa, she said, well, there's a statistical analysis that would justify that. And so I came in and met with her assistant, Melody, and asked to see the statistical analysis. Melody told me, "I'm sorry, I can't explain it to you unless you go to assessor school." Her exact words. Um, I, I've. She gave me a list. Uh, actually, I can show you. She gave me a little sticky note that I could go and do my own research, which I actually did. Um, so I looked at the mass appraisal of real property rules, the statute. 361 NAC 361.11795 and I still um, do not see a justification for that wildly out of order graduated um, I mean increase compared to the graduated well, increase floor we're by not going to
0: understand it either until she puts on her case so okay. for you to just reiterate you yeah. don't understand it I get it
18: yeah okay? thank you
0: uh, and just for your information I've probably appraised a hundred units in this building
3: well good as then
0: well as I as well I as I used to own several
3: that's great okay. so you know that between well four, I don't know anything yet okay because she hasn't told me anything okay. so what Go do you ahead. think
0: your property's worth
3: so do I did this math I you know I the best I could um, I think that if you went up 700, 700, 700 consistently, that my assessed land value should be 217,665, which would make the taxable value, six tw- taxable land value, excuse me, 621,868, which would make the taxable total value, if I leave the improvements valued as they are. 1881180 eighty one one eighty. I think I've done that math right. I, so you think it's worth a hundred thousand less? I do. It's equity. It's
0: equity. I know it's equity. I I get yeah, that. Yeah, I do. Oh. I, so that that's a plan right. E one. Pardon me. You're a plan E one. What
3: I don't know what that is. E one.
0: Oh, okay. Why? That's, that's the plan number that I think you oh, are in that I'm, building.
3: Oh, that could be. I'm 05, yeah. all the 05. I've yeah, compared yeah, for yeah. the petition all the 05 units in, in floor by one. floor.
0: Uh, yep. Okay, let's see what these two ladies have to say. Please. All right. Thank well, you. Well,
23: just for thoroughness, I did do a market value analysis, um, which is on page 1256 in the master book. Comparables 1 through 4 are all model matches to the subject unit, the 05 unit but they are located on lower floors. (laughs) Comparable one to three uh, are the most recent sales with a median sales price of 2,380,000. Please note that Comparable three was recently renovated with all new paint, flooring, lighting, and appliances. Uh, Also Comparable four closed in 2021, in December of 2021. It's probably a good example of um, some value appreciation over 2022 or 2022, sorry. Um, comparable 5 is a smaller unit located on the subject's same 14th floor. It was in original condition and was purchased by a broker who yielded her sales commission for a lower price. Uh, also not included on this grid is a model match to the subject that is currently under contract pending close of escrow this month. Um, I can give you that information if you want to look it up, but it, it is uh, pending right now at $2,299,000. To address a petitioner's equity concern, please refer to page 1262 in the master book. This grid shows all the model match units to the subject unit in both east and west towers of one Queensridge Place. I've color coded the model matches to show the taxable values are stratified into three sections based on their level in the building. If you look at the last two lines on this grid, you'll see that for the 1405 unit in the east tower, matches the 1405 unit in the west tower the slight uh, difference in taxable value between the two is due to a difference in the garage size so in conclusion based on both the uh, market value and the equity analysis the assessor's office asserts that the subject is being treated fairly and equitably and that the taxable value does not exceed fair market cash value and that no change uh, is warranted
0: Okay.
3: Can can I? Sure. Uh, okay. Thank you. I, I just want to say, I nobody, when I did come by to meet with Melody, she didn't show me this color-coded thing or explain it to me. They but may not have had it done. Um,
23: in other words, Maybe may that's it, right. It was, yeah. in, it was in the packet. That <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Hold well, it, it, hold in, it. Hold hold in, hold
0: I can't yeah. have crosstalk.
23: Okay. <laughs> but.
3: So just to finish my point, just from a layperson's term and even an educated person who did try to follow the rules and go educate myself, it's my understanding that for mass appraisal, all taxes shall be uniform upon the same class of property. And I think this is a frank appearance of arbitrary unfairness and lack of uniformity to have a graduated increase floor by floor of $700 for land value except in one place for it to be $35,928. And I understand there's a tax cap and this may not affect me financially, but it just felt so unfair and so arbitrary and so not uniform that I put a lot of time into this and came by today.
8: Um, I would like to get down to what this really is about, what she's asking about per floor. I could care less what the comps are saying right now. I want to do the equity thing. I want to find out what's going on that.
20: Excellent. Yes, Melody Garfield for the Clark County Assessor's Office. So um, I I am sorry that um, the petitioner got such a poor opinion of me, but I I did try to explain. um, That's okay. I'm not happy with you either. Okay, Mr. Dugan. I'm so sorry. (laughs) We'll We'll talk later. Um, so you can see that there are the properties are stratified and what we do uh, when we go to uh, appraise certainly land value we don't have market sales of land and so the NAC uh, the statutes and um, you know the principles of appraisal allow us to use allocation for the land values and so what I look at first is the sales ratios of the properties and with those sales uh we had you know close to 40 sales in there that we look at we look at it every year and every year we see that that middle sort of stratification there you can see a big jump from floor three to four, floor floor four as well on the land value because uh in my opinion i see it in the sales ratios but also when you're looking at a developer if a developer is going to build just a three-story condo unit it's completely different land value then as the floors go up. I think we all agree that the value is going to go up as you get the higher floors because of the cachet and being higher, the views and being higher, that sort well, of thing. Well, it's
0: got a lot, lot to do with the views. Yes. Originally in this project, they charged $100,000 per floor for the view. From right. three to four to five to six. Mm-hmm. And then the penthouse units, 15, 16, 17, and 18, were even significantly more than that. Her units in the first 14, and they're pretty much stacked on top of each other. So they're pretty ide- they're I- actually identical throughout the whole building.
20: Right, except the higher floors have, you know maybe, maybe a little better view. We do. We do I, go up, I agree. We do go up. No, yeah. I agree. Yeah. I, I do. And so the same thing with the developer, if you're going to build a 10 story high rise or you're going to build a 17 story <clears throat> high rise, you know, it's, I'm going to charge a bit more per floor. Right. Right. So,
0: Until the market crashes and then it is what it is.
20: Right. And okay, so, so that's, that's basically what we're looking at is the sales ratios and so we what see is a your difference.
0: percentage of land to building on these?
20: So our target, if you look on page 1263, Um, That kind of compares it to other developments. And that's what we try to do, is we try to get a median land-to-value ratio of about 35% for these types of towers. And so it's a little bit of a Rubik's Cube, because I'm looking at the sales that I have. I want to be able to allocate that fairly to come up with sort of a median sales ratio around 0.96, 097 sort of a land value median of about 35%, that way we're treating similar high rise properties similarly, and then also within the project itself. And so, I'm sorry, if you look at page 1264, I I do show some paired sales. Now these are difficult, we don't get into these units individually, I'm doing this on a mass basis. And so it's not gonna be identical, we can't come up with a, a consistent floor level location for every single floor, uh, because they are so different some of them might be renovated some of them, are, you know, or well, they're, have they're starting to
0: they're starting to renovate them in mm-hmm. there now and there's been some renovations. I ta- Mr. Spiegel owns had 10 or 15 units in there and he'd starting to move them move them out of out of uh, his inventory.
20: Well, on um, page 1264, I, I do show some paired sales analysis. And so you can see this is over several years, but you can see that between um, floors uh, 10 and 11, let's see, uh, there's a 10 to 33% difference in sales prices from the floors lower than floor 10 to the floors higher than floor 11. I, you know, There's not a sort of a precise, um, you know, in between floor 10 and 11, but like I say, we stratify the properties. Right, and we look at the sales pick, ratios.
0: There's no way right. to get an exact uh, right. figure.
20: And so, you, you know, I think the change in land value between floors four and five is close to 40% difference in that land value because those lower floors just, you know, the, the land is just not, not that much in, in that value. And then um, the higher, the change between floor 10 and 11 is 17%, and the paired sales analysis shows that the difference ranges between 10 and 33%, so uh, a 17% difference there. It seems supportable. Now, if the board decides that they don't like that and they somehow think it should be something different, uh, then the in order to be equitable, we will have to redo you know the whole project because you know we do have a 0.97 sales ratio in there now with uh, the land values that we have. We do have an equitable 35% land to value on the median, uh, so that is something to consider if if you want me to value them. <coughs> A different a different Scott, way.
8: what do you do when you're appraising in there if you were appraising one from the 11th floor to the 14th floor or the ninth floor to the 14th floor
0: I, I'm not sure well first of all in the market the first thing that went away as we all know were the floor premiums what no matter what tower you're in you know in on 8 to 12 13 the premiums were gone and and in Queens Ridge the market's been pretty soft there's not a lot of sales. Uh, so it's difficult to do things in there. But I really think if you look at your page 2191 and look at your ratios in land value to the uh, medium sales ratios, I mean, I, I think you're pretty right on. I mean, if anything, if I had not seen this, I would think the land ratio should probably be more like 40%, even higher, okay? And probably start at maybe 30%. On the low floors and go as high as 40 or 45% on the upper penthouse units. Because that's where you uh, that's when the views really come into, into play. Especially and, on the higher units when you have nobody below you.
20: And the penthouse units are significantly higher. Are they? Yeah. Okay. So logically, it makes sense. Uh, well, we're sh- we're shooting for the median of thirty five percent on the land yeah. value, and so and like I would say I, it's like a Rubik's
0: cube. We're trying to make. Yeah, all these and there is no perfect of. thing here. There's no way. I appreciate that. Um, Can and, I?
3: And? Sorry, I, I have a question. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> Thank you. I I would like to know. I still don't understand on what basis floor the break was chosen between floor ten and eleven, and on what basis that particular number of increase of land value of 35928 was chosen. If there's no statistical analysis to support it, why isn't it just graduated increase all the way up, spread out fairly over each property?
0: Well, we can go back in there and, and raise them all. Well,
3: I that, think as a matter of fairness, at least they should be equally raised yeah. floor by floor. I don't...
0: I, I'm I, not sure that, like, from the 11th and the 12th... from. You're, you're between, you want to talk about the 10th. Let's talk about the 11th, 12th, and 14th floor, and they're pretty in line, 718, 720, and right. 722, so there's not that much difference. Right. Now, if you jump to the 10th, sure, we're 100,000, we're 10, 13, 14%, but you know, there's a point where the market does appreciate more in the higher unit value than the lower floors.
3: I mean, that's just the market. I, I, I understand that, but as a matter of fairness and equity, when I look at this mass appraisal statute, it says that there should be a base lot or comparative unit value, and then any additional increments are supposed to be based on um, attributes that, that affect value. And I don't understand how that applies in this case between floors 10 and 11. There is no attribute of floor 11, 12, and 14 that makes it 39, 35, 36,000 more than floor 10. I don't see it.
0: Melody?
20: And that number, you know, she's focusing on the, you know, the number difference. That number is not like I chose the number 35,000 to, know, to make that floor adjustment. It is basically stratifying the properties, looking at the sales ratios, and then saying, okay, in between these floors, sales ratios are a certain amount, we want them to be closer to, you know, the 96, 97. So we're gonna, you know, figure out we're what gonna, that 35% ratio is, so it. that all the all the values Makes basically sense. give us that median of 35% on the land to value, and the sales ratio, you know, roughly and around 1.96. And the higher the floor, 96. the higher the price. Absolutely, and you know, we and we, we, do, see it in the sales. we do illustrate that, and 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 yeah. there just is a big difference between, uh, between the lower floors the middle floors, which is part of the stratification I tried to explain, and then those higher floors, and then, of course, the penthouse is significantly higher.
3: I, I don't see where it's illustrated. Well,
0: I understand that you may not understand yeah. this, but you can go to your state legislature and complain to them, or you can take this to the state board. But I, I think it makes very good sense, okay? And we're running this board. Uh, and the fact that I can't help you understand that you know, I think it makes very good sense the way they've done this in the ratio, and you're not—you don't want to talk about the ratio because the ratio is the same on all the floors, 35 percent.
20: So is the, it, the is land floor the land to
0: building ratio is 35 percent throughout the whole building. That's the median. So,
20: the median ratio.
3: The median ratio. Mm-hmm. Is is that true on floors eight, nine, and ten as well as eleven? Because yes. The, the th- yes. thing that Malady showed me only shows floor 7 compared to 14 or 6 compared to 12. Well, it that's because
0: that's paired sales analysis, and th- you may not have that many sales in order to do that type of analysis. So you do the best you can with the limited data you have available. Queensridge, over the last four or five years, hasn't really been that active. It's been kind of soft. There's not a lot of sales in there. No. So there Which are no
3: sales on 8, 9, or 10?
0: No, there are, there yes, are, there are on my sales grid, again. On the sales grid, there
3: are. Yeah,
1: and, and then
0: you look, look at, at the sale price, and you take that times 35%, and that's going to be pretty close to what she indicates here for like 8 is 6.11, and 9 is 6.13, and then 6.15 on 10. So logically, it makes sense. I, you know, I, I'm sorry, but I don't uh, think there's an issue with this, and I make a motion that we accept the assessor's recommendation that uh equity is um, adequately addressed in these this tower as well as the other towers throughout the city so please cast your vote you have the right to appeal this to the state board if you like motion carries sorry we couldn't help you okay Case number 858, Phil and Brittany Sousa? Sousa? Sousa?
24: Good morning. Philip Suazo, 10140, Sweet Holly Place.
0: Okay. And this is uh, Rachel.
24: Yes.
0: Turn your mic on, please.
25: Rachel Papazian with the Clark County Assessor's Office.
0: What? Tell us the address of the property and a little brief description and what page it's on. This please.
25: case will begin on page 1,382 of the master book. The subject property was built in 2023 and is a 2,284 square foot single story home near Ann Road in Hualapai uh, in Manor at Acacia Landing. It is a four bedroom Three bathroom home with a four-car garage the appellant purchased their home in August of 2022 for $773,715 this is an equity appeal the 2324 taxable value for this subject is 721,481 and the assessor recommends no change
0: okay thank you go ahead sir
24: I have the uh I'm specifically contesting the replacement cost of the house, and they have the assessor has it at five hundred sixty-one thousand four hundred eighty-one, and uh, I have an insurance declaration page um, saying the total replacement value would be four hundred eighty-three thousand, and then for what it's worth, I have a, a quote from the insurance company from the builder themselves, has the number at five hundred twenty-six thousand. And then I had my appraiser um, write up a letter that has the number of the uh, replacement value now at 398000
0: You want to submit that?
24: Da, I believe you guys now have uh, this, this letter because I have the copies if you need it. Leave your
25: mic up. I did put it on the addendum. Um, it is page 181 and 182. In the addendum box.
0: 21 what?
25: 181
0: and 182.
25: In the addendum. In the addendum, correct.
24: And then um, the uh, USA...
25: Hold Hold it, hold it, hold
6: it. Okay.
0: So, who did the insurable replacement? Johnson?
24: I believe so. Yes, Andrew Johnson. He uh, was an independent appraiser uh, for the house when we bought
0: You know, I don't know how he can do this. Because we, no. Yeah, we don't, we don't care about insurable
19: value. Keep,
6: keep in mind, too, there's a difference between market value, insurable value, and insurable value... Mo- and, and it depends on your policy, but doesn't include replacing the slabs and the undergrounds and so on and so forth, mm-hmm. which they are including in your valuation.
24: And then when I was uh, speaking to Andrew on the phone, he was saying it's it's 90% of what that would be. So if we add 10% to any no, of those numbers.
6: 90%, that's, that's a good round number. Right. But insurable value is not going to replace your walls, your fencing, all of your uh, site work your sidewalks your driveway
0: all of that stuff, and I guarantee you that's going to be a lot more if that house burned down And you got three hundred ninety eight thousand dollars. You'd be pretty upset you wouldn't be you, wouldn't be able you to couldn't build that, that house. house again I can uh,
24: specifically that. Um, I was also understood that when you guys uh, Put when the appraiser had the number of the 574 uh, the calculations in that Marshall and Swift is asking about good and average and uh, that's what it says on the, the appraisal report uh, between good and average. And uh, he was explaining to me that there's nothing good in, in reference to those terms of the house. It's, it's, a, it's a track home.
0: Well, that, that's his opinion. That may it not is. be our yeah, opinion. Absolutely. Okay? And our opinion counts more than his. Okay? And we want to hear from the, So what do you think it's worth?
24: Uh, if I'm just going to use what I'm paying for, reference the USAA, I got it at 637000 opposed to the 721.
6: The 637, again, doesn't include your flat work, your fencing, your slab, and your undergrounds. Okay. Okay, so keep my like said sure, because if you have a fire, your slab is going to survive the fire. The fencing around your house is going to survive the fire, in most cases, unless you have something really ca- Correct. catastrophic. Yeah. You know, so, and your undergrounds, you know, um, all your water, your sewer lines, all of that stuff, all of that will survive. So, that's part of the cost that's in included as well when they're looking at Marshall and Swift that you're not accounting for. So, I want you to understand the difference.
24: Yeah. It seems like there's a major difference, correct, with the, the 574 to the other three quotes that I have are just dramatically different.
0: Yeah, and I, I, I don't know. All right, let's let Rachel put her case on.
25: Thank you, Board. Again, this is an equity appeal, and you can find the equity grid on page 1408. All parcels in the master book, I'm sorry. All parcels in grid are exact model matches to subject with same site size. As you can see on the equity analysis, the assessor is consistent and equitable. Um, Because the appellant did indicate um, or provided their recommendation of value. I did a comparable sales analysis of the most recent sales of this model on page 1,391 of the master book. The assessor is valuing this property at 721,481 for fiscal year 2324, which is even lower than the lowest recent sales price in the comparables worksheet. Again, the appellant purchased their home for 773, 715 in August of 2022. The assessor recommends no change.
24: So,
0: <clears throat> I know this is an equity case, but when did you go under contract with the builder?
24: Well, it was early May, late April, early May of last year. Yes, sir. Okay.
1: Hmm.
0: See, I don't know how Andrew Johnson says it's worth three ninety eight. <coughs> when you bought it for seven hundred and seventy thousand,
24: I, I think he's specifically saying the replacement cost of the structure itself.
0: But let me tell you, three ninety eight plus one fifty four is uh, five fifty. So I got a two hundred thousand dollars profit. I wouldn't be sitting on this board if I could make two hundred thousand dollars and spend five fifty. Jamie, what am I saying wrong?
14: Well, again, by statute, we, we use the Marshall and Swift I, I know. manual on all of these. Um, just looking at his USA quote, if you add in the two numbers, because I think he was just giving us the, the improvement value, but there's also other structures. If that tells the 531 300, and then again, like Mr. Eger said, you put in the, the, the foundation and, and the infrastructure. Driveways, and the fences, landscaping. Yeah, we're, gonna, we're gonna easily come up to the 567.
20: Melody Garfield for the board. I just wanted to also address the quality class issue. Because Andrew Johnson said average, we're saying average good. And if you look at the neighborhood statistics on page 183 in the addendum book, our median sales ratio is 0.97. So we're at average good, and we've got that median sales ratio of 0.97, which indicates that our quality class is probably pretty accurate for that. If we were to lower the quality class and lower those values, our sales ratio would be much less than, the, um, you know, than the close to 100% of the sales price.
0: Yeah, I would think so, too. I, you know, uh, I know Mr. Johnson, but I think this is above average in this price range with 2,784 square feet. You know, it's, I mean, what is that, $280 a square foot or some, something, $259? Uh, I, I don't see how we can help him. I'm going to make a motion that we accept the assessor's recommendation, that it does not have an equity issue and that the properties are taxed, or not taxed, but are uh, fairly assessed and equitable. That's my motion. You have the right to appeal this to the State Board, if you like. Thank you. You bet. Thank you for your courtesy. Motion carries. All right, now you want to read in 264, Marianne? I think that's the last one.
9: Actually, we have one more case on page 7, 1236.
0: 1236. Okay, who's going to speak? Both
1: both of of us us? will.
2: We're going to take turns. So Betty Chen sue and Robert Su, we're the owners of 10918 Earth Hughes Court, Las Vegas, Nevada.
0: Well, we really don't usually let two people speak. We need one that's going to take charge. So who who wants to be the lead to take charge here? We don't need two of you telling us the same thing.
2: Oh, right. I'm going to start, and then I'm going to pass it to him. No, you don't. No, want
0: to do- you're not. You you can pass it to him, and he can take charge. I mean, you can assist him. I don't have a problem with that. Okay. But we don't usually. One person runs the show on your side. Okay. All right. So it's either you or your husband.
10: I don't know if that's right or wrong, but
0: I mean, we've never done that in the past. Okay. Is this is this an equity here, Jeff? Uh,
26: Jeff also for the assessor's office. Case begins on page 2111 in the master book. Um, subject property is a Toll Brothers 2022 built, 4,888 4, square foot, two story home located in the Skyview portion of Mesa Ridge off of town center south of Tropicana. Subject property was contracted for sale with Toll Brothers on May 30th, 2020, and closed on May 9th, 2022. Approximately 24 months later, uh, I do recommend reducing the 2324 taxable value uh, from 1.5 to 1,425,000. They did mark equity, but I'm not sure which way it's gonna go.
0: Okay, and you don't like that figure at the 1,425,000? Um,
27: I appreciate Jeff's um, uh, uh, to, to reduce it to 1.425, but um, I would like to present my case since we, we did some data analysis, and uh, I just want to present my case and uh, and uh, hear your opinions. So um, when we look at the number, uh, the house was sold on May of two thousand twenty-two for one point one nine million, and so when Jake gave us one point five and later reduced to one point four two five, we're thinking to ourselves, um, did the market actually go up by? 20 to 27 percent in six months and yeah, so that's the question that we we're trying to answer well
0: let me ask you something when you contracted in 2020 between 2020 and 2022 of the middle of the last year the market probably went up 30 percent
27: correct that that's correct i agree with that and okay. then uh, from the date of sale to now it came down by 15 to 20 percent you've been uh,
0: listening to me uh, well, actually, I and also it, got And it's the probably number. on the
27: on the on the uh, yeah. buyer's uh, right and, perspective. And, and, and uh, so we did some other uh, data um, analysis. Um, turns out last year, the, uh, one article just published in January 3rd of this year, it said the uh, market in West West Las Vegas went up by 8.9 percent year over year. So that's one number, roughly nine percent. And uh, we also look at the numbers that, was, that were given to us by Toe Brothers and Jeff, and we look at their um, price increase from January of 2022 to December of 2022. Oak Creek is our model. It says it's 8.2%. So now we have two numbers. One is 8.9% and the other is 8.2%. Uh, those uh, are reflection of their price increase in 2022. And then we look at the comparables that Jeff gave to us. And in particular, we're looking at this house that's two, store, two houses down, um, 10934 earth use quart. Now this house, uh, we knew the house very well because the neighbors and I, we bought the house around the same time. And we actually met in the design house together. So we knew that we bought the same model and they pay a lot more than we did for their upgrades. So that's why their sales price was 1.34, while ours was 1.19. But uh, if you compare Apple to Apple, this is the best house to look at. And if you look at their um, taxable value to sales value, the increase is 12.58%. So that's the number I'm looking at, is their house increased by 12, uh, 12.5%. Ours increased by 20 to 27%. So for me, that doesn't sound Okay, but let me ask
0: you a question. You're you're the one that gave me this information on Mesa Ridge, right? I based the information. You gave this to me. No, no, that was given by Jeff. Oh, so that, okay. So you have that? Jeff, you gave him a copy of that? We have a copy of that, page. Okay, great. So let's let's look at uh, April of 2019. Your model was like 986. In December of 2022, your model's 1624 um, I'm looking at the Oak Creek to the Oak Creek. So the, your model's gone up $600, $640,000. Right. Just the base floor plan.
27: I, I understand that, but sir, uh, our no, house was- You're okay, I'm just, was, I'm was, just
0: letting you know.
27: I, I got that. There are other numbers like that, but our house was sold in May of 2022. So,
0: well, no, uh, it wasn't. It was sold in two thousand and twenty. We closed at a significant year. lower base price. The contract date—that's the date when the market stopped depreciating. Uh, that's the—that's when your price was locked in, in escrow in two thousand and twenty, not two thousand and twenty-two.
8: Understand?
0: Okay.
2: Yes, and we. Under- Go ahead. You
0: can talk. I.
2: Yes, absolutely. Thank you. I,
0: I don't know why I wouldn't let you talk. <laughs> You, you're probably, you get it better than he does. So. Most, most of our wives do.
2: Okay, th- thank you for pointing out the uh, current uh, pricing. And we understand that uh, the current sales price from Tolls Brothers is higher than what we purchase at, but this goes towards taxable value and what we could afford. So we are here to um, question the increase in number because this possibly could be used for taxes. And our point and what my husband submitted uh, was to kind of show the price increase of basically the price increase to be a around 8% based on Toll Brothers increase, based on some comparable sales that Jeff has given to us. And so with that increase, we believe a true value would be $1.3 million and not the $1.5 or $1.425 million. And because, um, basically we've only owned this house for six months, approximately six months and the taxable value is coming in anywhere between 235,000 to over 300 to 310,000 above what we purchased it at. And so that's why we're here to say that's a really high increase. And there are houses that sold around our price range because we intentionally purchased a house that we could afford. We purchased a house with no lot premium. It's in the middle of the road with neighbors behind us, neighbors next to us. While his comps are corner lots, car, lots with a view, lots with, that are bigger than ours, and his comps don't actually bring into consideration the lot size because our lot is actually one of the smallest. That's why we had a zero lot premium.
0: Okay, so let me ask you a question. Would you be happier if your value came in at like 900000 and that's all this property's
2: worth? Uh, yeah, if you do the taxable value, but that's not what we're asking for. <laughs> I well, mean, it, I understand, <laughs> but but the thing is, you
0: you two bought at the perfect time before they... they increase the prices by 35 percent over the last two and a half years yeah and we were lucky so. I, I get it and you know and I always tell people in real estate I'd rather be lucky than good because <laughs> if, if I think I'm good I'm probably making a mistake
2: and, and we're lucky and basically we're here because I want to be able to afford to continue living in this house I, that-
0: I understand and we and we want you to but here here so let's let, let Jeff tell us what's going on and then we'll let you talk again okay? And you don't have to have him chat you can chat
2: okay thank you
26: so just for the board's information this was a supplemental appeal and a um, secured appeal and we did reduce their supplemental to the their sales price so um, the equity grid well let's start with um, page 2119 in the master book is the um, purchase and sales agreement Uh, we can see it's dated may 30th Um, the base price on the home at that point was um, basically one million dollars the handout i gave to the board was the price increases that we've seen over um, time um, from toll brothers Um, also i would like for the board to page 2120 uh, in the master book it has the final um, sales letter price so it shows the um, contracted price of, of $1,002,000 and exhibits of about $194,000 upgrades to come to the uh, total sales price that was contracted in 2020 of $1.194. Um, Jeff,
0: let me ask you a question. Yes. Though Mesa Ridge is pretty well sold out. I, I think there's
26: about six lots left. If
0: that, yeah. yeah. Okay. So even though they've raised this price to 1,624 uh, they may not have sold anything at that price, and the price may be six months previous still.
26: Correct. So if you, yeah, well, and so let's on. go to my, had,
0: hold on, he wants
26: on. To, oh, I going to
6: ask a question. You got this most
0: recent, did you ask them what
6: they're giving away right now? I did not, no. Okay. Because they're, they're giving away, giving away, away,
26: away a lot. Oh, I'm sure they are. I'm yeah. sure they're doing all kinds of buy downs on, on well, rates. Well, what, what so, but I mean, price, currently right price, now.
6: The price. That they're giving away stuff now does not reflect what's in that brochure. Is what I'm trying to
0: tell you. Once okay. you net it they out, they may give hundred And again, grand I'm or, not.
26: I'm not. You know, we yeah. we We're closed the roll at one point yeah. five. Mm-hmm. I'm saying that the property is one point four two five right now. So right now, what's the? So the current pricing from Toll Brothers on this is what? one six two four. One six two four plus one ninety four for upgrades. I mean, puts us closer to 18 Where's so your sales grid? It's on twenty one twenty two. Oh,
0: 2120
26: thank you so if we look at the sales grid um, all comps provided are from the subjects toll brothers subdivision in their section and are similar in size and location sale price very greatly based on upgrades and contract dates comp 2 is the only secondary market sale at this time based on the information provided um, and the differences in upgrades and contract dates recommend reducing to 1.425 um, Yeah, that's, and that's
0: what you recommend.
26: Yep. Yeah, the other thing I wanted to point out too is, especially on their sales price, I mean, they've got a controlled submarket here too, so they got six lots left. So they're, you know, when I talk to Toll Brothers, they're still getting pretty good. They're um, going to
0: get what they want. Yeah, they're getting people coming six. through,
26: so it's not like nobody's coming through talking to them anymore. So right. there's really no reason for them to follow Discount. this decrease in the market that we've seen since the middle of the year. Okay,
0: go ahead.
2: Okay, so I wanted to respond to his comparable sales analysis that you guys are all looking at. Uh-huh. Um, because I know that he lists 10 different properties. And I understand that the comparative sales analysis is supposed to be, you know, to similar house like ours. And as I said, um, you know, we bought in a, a, on a lot with a no-lot premium. It's a small lot, um, and we have neighbors behind us, neighbors next to us. Now, um, basically, uh, I've reviewed all 10 of his lots uh, based, and I would say three houses can be compared to us. Three houses can be compared to us where the exact location of middle of everything because he's got three corner lots. We are not a corner lot. And as you know, corner lots receive a premium. Also, seven of the 10 lots are larger than ours at least by 13% that it even goes up to um, basically each lot is at least 1000 to 4000 square lots square feet larger than ours and so with that lot size you know they command a higher premium and so the ones that I would say are more comparable to ours is number 10 which has a a 1.3 million how did I know
0: you were going to take number 10 I knew you were going to take 10 because it's the lowest price out of all of them. It's two houses next to us. I understand, but what, why don't you like number one and number four?
2: Number one. Same house. Okay, I can tell you. Number one is a larger lot and it's a corner lot and they don't have a neighbor on one side. And what is the other one that you said? Four, same house. Number four. Okay. Number four.
0: Million four twenty one.
2: Is a larger lot. It is over 1,000 well, square feet large. Let me lot tell you, you, on number size.
0: four, it says it's 0.2 and you're 0.18. And you, uh, I'm not that good to make an adjustment between those two lots.
2: But Toll Brothers does make a difference as well, to lot size. But, but if
0: you want to talk about that, then let's talk about the date of the contracts of these 10, because that's going to have a significant impact on the pricing more than the size of the lot. Does that make sense? In other words, if I contracted for one house identical to yours in March of 2021, my price might have been $200,000 more than yours. You can't dispute me on that because I know I've appraised at least half a dozen homes in Mesa Ridge.
2: There are also other lots that Jeff did not consider. There are two lots behind us, uh, actually three lots behind us, that were closed within the same price range as ours, within the 1.1, 1.2 price range. I think my husband get you know produced you a document showing those three other houses behind us that actually sold within our price range because basically these are the people. Right, and the three sales
0: that he gave me closed in four, four, four of 21, two of 21, and three of 21, and I'm in 2023, so those sales closed. A, two, a year and a half ago.
8: There's also two lots from you. There's, you also, um, the from you. The There's a, a listing of your model match two lots away for $2.79 million.
2: And that's a list. And I did take a look at that last night yeah. because I, it just came on the market and they put a ton of upgrades. Well, of
0: course they did. They asked that kind of money. Come on now. We're not. Let's but, let's but not I'm be saying, let's it, not be naive here. If they're asking two point seven, they probably put a half a million dollars no, into that. In well, no, they put
2: more. Well, they could have.
0: I, but
2: I, I can tell. I can list you all the upgrades because the the owner is an interior designer. I met her at the design center, and she said she's going to do her own work afterwards. She says, right. "Well, there. even if
8: you took one point three million off of that, you know, is it worth one point three million dollars more than yours? Do you think?"
2: it will not sell at that price because no, no, the know, other man. house that sold at 2.2 million they started at 3 million yeah. and it took them a long time for them to sell that house at 2.2 million they actually reduced it many times they re- they started 3 million 2.8 2.5 and they finally That's sold the at 2.2 so the two houses next to us who are asking at 2.8 they may ask but they they may not get based on you know recent history I realize
1: that
0: so so let's go back to the three sales that your husband gave us. He thinks the house is worth a million four hundred five and Jeff's at a dollars So
2: I'm not sure why you're here. So that is the that is our ceiling that we're asking for. And that.
0: Well, you know so I gotta tell you, what you ask for and what you get are two different things in life. Okay? Yes, I understand. And I think to be honest with you, this board has the right to overrule Jeff and take this up to 1,508,537 based on the market data and it doesn't exceed full cash value. So we have the right to go either way. Do, do you understand that? We, understand. we can raise this.
2: We understand Jeff and I spoke about it.
0: Well, Jeff's, Jeff's at this point, Jeff's got nothing to do with this. This is up to this board, okay? <laughs> okay. So I think the 1,425 does not exceed full cash value, and I make a motion that we accept the Assessor's recommendation based on the information provided. You can take this to the State Board, and I wish you the best of luck, but at this point, it, you're doing really good because it's worth a lot more than that, in my opinion. OK, thank you. You're welcome. Okay. Thank you. Cast your votes, please. Motion carries. Thank you. Uh, Mary Ann, we want to read in case 264. That's correct. Yes. 264? Yes.
9: The petitioner is not able to be here today. Um, They sent us a letter this morning, and so we, out of courtesy, we're going to go ahead and read it into the record, um, just so we can put that information on the record.
0: Oh. That's all you wanted to do? To, okay. All right. Um, so we have no more remaining cases and seeing no public. No, she's putting it in the record. We're going to go ahead and no, do you're this. Oh, are going to it. Oh, I'm we, sorry. We want to go I, ahead
9: and read this one into the record. And then I have one other that we I, have some additional documents. I, and I'll explain that I after I thought you already read it into the record. No, we didn't read it. We're gonna, okay, go ahead. She's going to introduce it and then read <laughs> it into the record. And then you guys I, can take a vote on it. I'm in.
0: Go ahead.
2: <clears throat> Tracy Mason for the county assessor's office the subject property is a I'm sorry the subject property begins on page 731 in the master book the subject property is a 4500 square foot single-story home with four bedrooms four bath and a four-car garage located in the lion estates gated community near North Rainbow and Grand Tetons Drive You can find subject photos from prior MLS listing and the current um, photos of the comparables listed on page 740. The assessor has um, the 2023-24 closed-road taxable value of $1,071,140. We recommend no change in value.
0: Thank you very much. I appreciate that. What you got? No, to, just any questions? It off. So, you have the
9: information that the petitioner submitted in your possession. Um, if you'd like, Miss Mason can talk to you about her comparables or you can take a vote.
6: Well, what was the petitioner's original position? What was the. It doesn't
0: talk about it right here. Oh, 50% of the. I'm not reading it, the It's talking about tax exemptions and things. Um, make a motion, Mr. Jager. I make a motion
6: that the assessor's valuation does not exceed the full cash value of the property.
0: You've heard the motion. Please cast your votes. They do have the right to appeal to the State Board if they think we're unfair. (coughs) Motion carries. Thank you. Um, So I I make a motion to accept this.
9: I have one more thing I want to ask, if you don't mind, Mr. Dugan. On page uh, 6, case 666. 666? 666. We need to go gambling. (laughs) Um, we had some issues with our addendum book, um, and the petitioner did not show up today, but we want to make sure that we can actually include their information in the record. Um, they didn't make it into our addendum book, and so um, Ms. Garfield has it here today just to add to the record for the clerk.
20: If you want to go ahead and take a vote on that one separately, you can.
0: What's the address, the address of the, the property?
20: Case 66 begins on page 1287 in the master book, but they submitted documentation after that was done, and the documentation they submitted was not put into the addendum book. There were some issues uh, preparing that, and so I want to be sure that the information they gave is included in the case in case they decide to go to state. So I have that to hand out here.
0: What's the address on this property?
20: number one anthem Uh, point this
0: is Cliff Finley's
20: house so this is this is a property that gets uh, appealed every year by an agent Uh, they never allow me access again this year I was not allowed access thank you so much of my case is going to hinge on the statute uh, that says that the board you know may not reduce the property if access (laughs) is not granted Uh, but but again I just want to be sure their documentation is submitted I can read an introduction to the property if you'd like I can go over the comparable sales, all that good stuff but it's mainly to get their documentation into the case.
0: So this is an agent and the agent couldn't make it today? Yes Well that's pretty unfair. I mean so Melody, what do they think the property is worth?
20: or I guess go ahead. okay yes well, so well we got talk I'll about go ahead it and I'll go ahead and introduce the case okay. and I can briefly talk about the documentation I just handed out because that's their their okay, documentation. Go ahead. So again, it's on 1287. It's a, a high end, as you know, on one Anthem point. It's a custom home. It's got a finished basement. It's in the guard gated community of Anthem Country Club. Um, four bedrooms, five and a half baths, large pool. It's kind of on one of those sites that's peninsular where they have the you know, panoramic views of the city. It's on and one sort of the of best thing. sites in Anthem. Yes, I agree. Uh, so our taxable value is about 3.36 uh, million on the property. Again, the statute is 361.345, which says no reduction may be made by the board if the person complaining refuses entry, and I did request entry all previous years, and this year, again, not allowed that entry. So the petitioner has submitted sales. I have a little uh, yellow sticky tab on the page where their sales are submitted. So their sales are on the same street, but they're not oriented the same as the subject property. Sale number two that they provide is not even a sale. It's actually a transfer between related parties. Uh, Sale number one, again, lots of inferior uh, qualities to that one compared to the subject. The documentation I provided, I, I specifically list those inferior characteristics. And then the other sales that they provide are old and again, you know, just inferior. But they did submit them. They should have been in an addendum for this case. They're not here, but I just want them part of the record in case this goes to state so we can show okay. their their documentation. Okay, so
0: this is being officially put into the records. Thank you. I appreciate that. But now, do
9: we have to vote on this? You can vote on this one individually if you would prefer. If you want, or can to, we just want leave, it to, in, can leave it in. You can vote the pack. on it in mass as we vote on all of them. Let's if, do it if, that way. Just want to make sure the clerk's office had that to put into the record since it wasn't officially called.
0: Well, maybe we better vote on this this way, because I should abstain. Okay, so somebody, I, I can't make a motion on this. Somebody else.
20: Am I presenting my case? I'm confused. Well, Am I, I going to okay. present the sales or no? We're just voting no, on getting, No, we don't getting, have to okay. see the sales are there,
0: and we know that the sales are adequate. Tim's going to make Tim's going to make a motion. I'll
8: make a motion that the assessor's value does not exceed full cash value.
0: Second. All in favor or please cast your vote. (laughs) Motion carries. Okay. Uh, I, I, no more cases. I make a motion except.
9: I want to read one more withdrawal into the record. Oh. (laughs) On page six.
0: Okay, sorry.
9: Case 511. Is, has been withdrawn. And so, what I believe you are going to do next, Chairman Dugan, is to vote on the remaining cases that are yeah. also stipulated, withdrawn, or had not been heard today. If you could take a vote on all of those, we'd appreciate that. Thank okay. you. Okay.
0: So, we're gonna cast a vote on the remaining. Uh, to accept the, accept the assessor's recommendation on the remaining cases that uh, we're, stipulated. Uh, were stipulated or did not appear. Okay, please cast your votes. Uh, Motion passed. Uh, Now the microphone is open for any public comment. Seeing none, I will close the microphone. Is there any other business? Jamie, Marianne, anything else, ladies?
9: I just wanted to read into the record the remaining cases. Tomorrow we have another hearing. It's a commercial hearing. There are 73 cases left for that hearing. The 23rd, we have 135. The 27th, we have 170, and currently we have nothing scheduled for the 28th. However, we do have notice of appearance cases scheduled for tomorrow, and if the board was to take jurisdiction on any of those, we would need to schedule them for the 28th, so we're still gonna leave that open.
0: But that would be commercial?
9: It it would be probably commercial board or whoever we could get in to fill in for that day, so.
0: Okay, thanks, ladies Um, and gentlemen. Everybody have a nice Valentine's Day, and uh, we'll close the meeting. Adjourned.